Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, let's go! It's the Frankie and Jess podcast here at 971CHT.com and iHeartRadio. It is 971CHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. Welcome to Thursday. 607, almost 608. As far as the weather today, it looks like a couple of storms in the forecast. Highs of about 82 or so at 68 as you get up right now. So tomorrow is your last day. Like I said, next weekend, and you could win a trip for two, like listeners Julie, Denise, Junior, Marianne, Carol from Sandy. They're all going. Yeah. They've all won trips, and it's sold out. So we've got another keyword coming up in about an hour. We've got another one on our show at about 9.05. Five, so we've you know we're giving you plenty of chances. At weekdays are like ten chances. We need some more winners, people. Mm-hmm. We want you to go. Come we on, really do. Come on. So uh, <laughs> if you're just tuning into the show, Vegas right now to two hundred, two hundred. Uh, we have a lot of things to get to. It's Thursday, so coming up uh, at about seven o'clock here. Well, right before seven, we'll set up TBT like we always do. Throwback Thursday. Then we'll get into TBT. It's a lot of fun. I'm thinking uh, 640, what we'll do. So for the people that don't get a chance to listen to different parts of the show, because people are creatures of habit, you might be listening, you know, listening, uh, uh, listeners to our show maybe early on. So what we do on Tuesdays, we call it Confessions of Professions, and we do that at like 840. Uh, so what we're going to do is just re-air some of the ones coming up at 640 this morning. So just, just a, we threw out the medical industry, people Ooh. that work at hospitals, doctor's offices, that sort of thing. So if you want to add to this list, but we had some really good ones that came in, this past Tuesday. So we'll uh, we'll get into Confessions and Professions about 6.40 this morning. We have Hollywood headlines. What are we talking about with that this morning? We've got some really exciting baby news. Hey, Otto. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. On 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 97.1 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. Welcome to Thursday. It looks like we're going to see some rain or possibly some rain today. Highs of about 82 slowly cooling off, and then tomorrow we're going to be really, really cool uh, as far as the high, only reaching about, I think, mid-60s, like 64, something like that. 69 as you get up right now in about 20 minutes here. So from Tuesday's Confessions of Professions, we did the uh, healthcare industry, hospitals, doctors' offices, that sort of thing, Instacares, if you have something you wanted to add to this. We're going to re-air some of these for the people that listen to the show a little earlier so you don't get a chance to catch Confessions or Professions, we do that at 840 on Tuesday. So, again, if you want to add something, if not, we have some really juicy things coming up in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, let's see, 7 o'clock this morning, another cue to text, or one of our last keywords for our sold-out 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Then we're going to get into TBT, and we're going to set up TBT right after we uh, do the Confessions and Professions. Cool. Uh, so a lot of people talking about this, and it's very sad. So, uh, obviously, people in there, we figured this would happen with Hurricane Irma as they're kind of going through and... People are, are are dying from some of the uh, you know the after effects mm-hmm. with uh, either with the heat, uh, people drowning or, or or I can't. There's there's been like the deaths like 
Let me see the death toll here. It's bigger than Harvey, you said, right? Yeah, it's it's sad. sad. I mean, it's it's kind of going up and and uh, but yesterday, uh, oh, let me see if I have. Are you talking about the was the old older you know, folks the, home? Yeah, you know, the elderly patients sad. in the nursing home. So I've got that in a second here. But they're saying not counting the nursing home deaths, and I'll tell you the deaths in a second. At least seventeen people in Florida have died mm-hmm. uh, under Irma-related circumstances. Six more in South Carolina, Georgia. Uh, many of them were after the storm. They had passed. Let's see, death toll across the Caribbean. Is it about 38? Jeez. Uh, and then it looks like at least six people died in apparent carbon monoxide poisoning from generators in Florida. So people just trying to, you know, oh. that sort of thing. One of a, it's a weird friggin' story. This here says the Tampa guy died after the chainsaw he was using. So he's cutting t- uh, trees. It recoiled and it came back and it <gasps> hit his carotid artery in his neck. <gasps> oh, geez. what? So oh, just a freak accident. Mm. Uh, but this is what everybody's talking oh. about. Eight. Elderly patients died in a Florida nursing home, and this was uh, yesterday that they were reporting it. We've evacuated 115 patients to other memorial facilities. At this time, we have other patients in critical care. So it's so hot down there, and oh. you know they're still without power, and it looks like uh, you know each day, and they're hoping by, um, I think by the 23rd that everybody's going to have power. Uh, I know some friends of mine, I saw a post on her Facebook yesterday, and she actually, it was kind of weird, it was... Kind of hanging out with her back in '92 when uh, when Hurricane Andrew came through, and I actually spent at her because she was a little bit more inland. So mm-hmm. I spent uh, you know the time with her and her ma back in '92 when Hurricane Andrew was coming through. But she posted yesterday that they finally got power, uh, and then you know so that's it's they're making progress. You know they've got linemen uh, from all across the world. I mean, well, I should say North America, like Canada and the, in the United States, Rocky Mountain. We yeah. sent a bunch of people out that way. To help with, uh, you know, all up and down Florida and the eastern seaboard there. But uh, anyway, so these these elderly patients, so the power went out, and it sounds like not, you know, because you'll hear a clip here, and this is, uh, I believe, the the police officer that's in charge of this investigation. So it's the chief, I think, of police of Hollywood, Florida. So he's talking about how they're going to, you know, it's a, it's a full-on investigation, but it sounds like, I don't know, there's more to this story. So the power had gone out. So one of the generators, or, or I should say the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the transformers, I think, in the area went out and it knocked the power out. But then they reached out to, I think the state reached out, or officials reached out to this elderly folks home, and they said, hey, do you need help? And they said, no, we're fine. Oh. And then that's when, you know, this happened or whatever, so it's just horrific. Right now the building has been sealed off and is, we're conducting a criminal investigation inside. We, may, we believe at this time they may be related to the loss of power in the storm. So right there, criminal sad. investigation. They're, they're, so that's there's more to this story. <sighs> uh, just very, very sad. So, And then they were talking about the Keys yesterday. So, uh, you know, 25% of the Florida Keys homes are gone. Uh. And they, they interviewed one woman where she, you know, she obviously has lived there a long time. And this is somewhere kind of, you know, kind of in the sticks there. But everybody knows everybody. And it's a, it's a neighborhood. She said, I don't even know what's what. I mean, that's how messed up and how devastated it is. She said, I don't know what, like what, where, what this street is, what this street is, because oh everything is just covered and it's, it's pretty bad. So mm. we're going to hear uh, more of that. Now, we've got our hurricane relief, the donation drive that we're doing now for Hurricane Harvey. So right now, as we speak, we're trying to fill that truck for the people down in Texas. Yeah. So if you want to help out with that, we've got donation uh, locations all around the greater Salt Lake area. That's 50 plus locations. I know we had one of our listeners reaching out yesterday, uh, interested. She's going to try to head up something at her, her work. You talked to her yesterday. Yep. And she's getting like a bunch of donations at her job and then is going to drop off 
So maybe what we'll do in the next couple of days is check and just see kind of how, the, how, like, what's being dropped off at the certain locations. Yeah. And maybe we can, you know, kind of either hit it some more or say, like, we need this or that. But we can tell you what we do need, and that is a list that's under the Frankie and Jess page. So if you want to check that list out before you do the drop off. Yeah. So that way, and there are new items. Yep. So whatever you're getting, make sure it's new. And we're adding something today. So I just was talking to my Texas peeps. So there are um, bleach is good, but that's they're figuring out that's not killing the mold. Mm. So there's actually stuff at like Lowe's and Home Depot that is a mold killer. And so that's what they need to get rid of the mold down there with the moisture. And then those big outdoor super industrial garbage bags, they need those because they're just like, you know, they're literally chopping the bottoms of their houses off mm. and ripping, you know, drywall and everything and just stuffing them in bags and getting rid of them so they can rebuild. And it looks like uh, just basic things like diapers and baby wipes, baby formula, baby food, and then things for pets too, dog food, cat food, cat litter, so th- those sorts of things. But we ha- we have the list, and like Jess said, we'll update that list yeah. at 971zhd.com if you want to go to the Frankie and Jess page. All right, let's do Hollywood headlines. Hollywood headlines this morning is brought to you by, it looks like, Young Kia this morning. This is so cute. So I was doing Hollywood uh, headlines last night, and I noticed there's a little bit of a bump on Bahati. <laughs> it's Adam Levine's wife. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Does she look good? Yeah, she looks great. Gosh, she's hot. So yeah, Adam Levine and Bahati are getting ready to, uh, well, they're going to have their second child. Let's see. It looks like early next year. So already a sizable bump, and it's on today's Hollywood headlines page at 971zht.com. So they have their daughter, uh, Dusty. And I think she's around a year old, maybe. I think you're right. Yeah. And then he got, he got on that really quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Didn't waste any time. No. And I'm wondering, because she is a supermodel and she does really well in her industry, if she's like, okay, we're having kids, let's do it back to back, because I got to get my body back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. So, yeah. So, there's a picture of her in a bikini and she's showing off her bump. She looks, looks way young, too. How old is she? Oh, my gosh. She's mid-20s. Is she? Yeah. And well, he's, uh, what, late 30s, I, I think? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so there's uh, the latest with that baby news, which is so cute. And you've got to check out the pic. She looks fabulous. Oh, 74 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. Wayne, no, pulled no. Wayne, no. <laughs> Wayne pulled up some random I just typed man. in her freaking name. That's and, not yeah. her name. Something What's else the, came up. Yeah. yeah. So we, we'll just say mid, oh, mid-20s, mid so I'm sure. Funny. Right? It's probably safe to say that, isn't her, it? It's, her? it's Bahati. So B-E, not B. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> these names. I know it's a very uh, weird name. It I mean, is it really a weird is. name. It is. It's definitely a B E H. There's Bernie Sanders. How old is he? It looks like we got all these B's coming up. Bernie I Sanders, I think, is in the seventies, right? Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say she's like twenty. Oh, she's okay. You know what? When they got together, she was mid twenties. My mm. bad. <laughs> Time is just melting together. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so Aaron Carter was on with the doctors this week, and we know that he is slowly coming apart at the seams and he's losing it and he's not doing well and so they gave him a drug test because they're like what are you on dude we talked about you know he's getting so skinny that we shared this yesterday late in the show that he's doing botox and fillers and juvederm and you know all this stuff he's pumping into his face because he's so thin and he's self-conscious about it and he's saying that he's not taking anything and it's like bs dude you're on something he is there's no question because you look strung out oh totally so they did this whole panel he agreed to do blood work because he's he went on the doctors allegedly to not only get exposure of course because he loves that but to get help so they tested him for cocaine do you think it was negative or positive uh, I'm going to say, well, because he was going on that show, I'm going to say that it was negative. Yep. Cocaine was negative. What about meth? 
I'm going to say because he's going on that show that was negative. I don't think that <laughs> th- th- that doesn't mean anything. It means that he's going on the show and he probably knew how long it takes, however long it takes to get this stuff out of your system. Maybe. So he tested, uh, let's see, negative, you're right, for cocaine and meth, but he tested positive for one, two, three, four, five things. Oh, there you go. So get ready for that. Marijuana, it's a given. Uh, benzos, Xanax, opiates, and hydrocodone. Mm. Not good. The doctors said to him, what is scary about this drug panel is that your sister perished from, from an overdose, and the mixture you've got going on with the benzos and the opiates that's how people accidentally OD. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're saying, you're playing with danger here. Mm. Like you are, someone's going to get a call and you're not going to be with us anymore because when you mix this stuff, you just don't wake up. Yeah. So yeah, so that's really scary. And I'm hoping that they can get him some help and that he's willing to to get the help because, oh, that's not good. I was like, man, that broke my heart. And especially for his family, like already losing his sister, yeah. you know, and I know his father passed away a little bit ago due to other health complications. And they just, they've had a lot in their family. But this is cool news. So we talked about the telethon that was on Tuesday night, hand in hand. So in that one hour broadcast, 15.7 million people watched it on all the big four networks. And they had raised $14 million in an hour, which mm-hmm. was great, right? So overnight, I guess they're now up to $44 million. Oh, great. Wow. So that is huge for the hur- uh, hurricane victims of Harvey and Irma. And then J.J. Watt has had his fundraiser going for a few weeks now. And so he's going to close his down tomorrow at 5 o'clock. And I guess his is up to $33 million. So what he wants to do is he's going to end the fundraiser tomorrow at 5 so he can start putting that money to work. But, yeah, it's super awesome. Yeah. Super awesome what they're doing. Love, love, love that. And then this broke my heart because um, Sopranos, I was a little bit late in the game because I don't like blood and like, you know, guns and killing and stuff. Oh, and this guy was more than just a Sopranos. This totally. dude was like, you know, mob deep. It was like when you want a mobster, it's it, this was, guy. it was this guy. And we actually had him on the show. Yeah, I forgot years about ago, that. Frank Vincent. Yeah. So he, and he was just my favorite. I just always thought he was good looking. He just, I loved his slick back hair and I just thought he was smooth. I loved him. He was, um, he was Phil from Sopranos, but... Like Frankie said, he was in Raging Bull, Casino, Goodfellas. I mean, he was, I mean, and a lot of other things. But this is really sad. So I guess he had a heart attack last week, and then he underwent open-heart surgery yesterday, and he didn't end up making it through. How old? 78. 78. So mm. 78 years old, and um, I just love him. But he was in Do the Right Thing, Jungle Fever, Last Exit to Brooklyn, Copland. I mean, he's been in a ton of stuff over the years. But just, just look how handsome he is. I just love him. Here's a clip here from uh, Sopranos, and then I've got one from my all-time favorite the from from Goodfellas. Here we go. This is Sopranos. He tried to talk. He couldn't even say his last words. Anybody ever die in your arms, you A family member, somebody you love? No. Well, give it time. See if I can't make that happen for you. And then this clip here, mm. this is the classic clip from Goodfellas, and this is what got him killed with Joe Pesci. I'm only kidding with you. Sometimes I mean, you don't sound like you're kidding. You know, there's a lot of people around. I mean, I'm only kidding with you. We're having a party. I mean, I just came home. I haven't seen you in a long time, and I'm breaking your balls, and you're better when you're getting fresh. I'm sorry. I don't mean right. to offend you. I'm sorry, too. It's okay. No problem. Okay. Salute. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now go home and get your f***ing shine box. Oh, no, you didn't. Uh-oh. That's when it happened, Uh-oh. man. Uh-oh. Came back and he stabbed him in the neck with a pen. Oh, oh yikes. Man. Yep. That's like... You don't talk to Joe Pesci that no, way. No, I guess not. <laughs> scary. Not even on Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on Home Alone. That's hilarious. Get that away one. with that, yeah. But yeah, so RIP to Frank Vincent, 78 years old, passed away yesterday. Mm. That's your Hollywood headlines. What do we have to give away, Kylie? We have got Janet Jackson. We, we want to do Janet now? Yeah, sure. All right, why don't we do Janet now? Yay. Look at that, out of nowhere. So All we got right. Janet Jackson, October 16th, Vivint Smart Home Arena. So we've got another pair of tickets for this. It's another Frankie and Jess hometown throwdown. What? What? <laughs> oh. yeah. Who do you want to give these to, Wayne? All it's in. All right, four five or six seven zero number one ninety seven one. So that's four seven zero five seven zero six seven zero one nine seven one. Seven o'clock or just a tad after, we've got another cue to text, and that is good for our sold out twenty seventeen iHeartRadio Music Festival. A trip for two. We're talking everything is covered with this, so you want to listen up. You could be like Julie, Denise, Junior, Marianne, Carol from Sandy. They've all won. And we've got today and tomorrow with keywords because it's next weekend in Vegas. Yeah, Frankie and Jess won too. Yes. They're going to have fun. (laughs) In separate hotel rooms. Boo! (laughs) Got me all excited. Oh my gosh. Let me down. Come on. We're in the same same hotel. Oh, okay. I mean, what what do you want? Can we have the rooms with the door like Wayne said so we can have a sleepover kind of? Oh my gosh. You're like, I got candy. (laughs) That's a good way to get him. He loves the candy. Yeah, sure. sure. I'll be like, what now? What kind is it? What is, what is it? As long as, yeah, if it's Twizzlers, it's cool. But if you give me red vines, I'll be like, uh, I don't oh, think so. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> so we've got that keyword coming up. Then we're going to get into TBT. We'll set up TBT right before 7. We'll do that right after we get into Confessions and Professions in about 10 minutes here. So we do that on Tuesdays at 840. This is something that we'll uh, kind of spike in when we can for our early uh, listeners, and that is somebody that you know you don't get a chance to catch that on Tuesdays at eight forty. So what we do is we pick a profession. It's it's, it's you know kind of is what it is, uh, or it explains what it is, and then we throw it out and say, hey, tell us something about that con- that profession that we don't know. So give us a confession from that profession. And Tuesdays were just next level, scary, terrifying medical stories. They really were. So we wanted to know if you work in a hospital, doctor's office, that sort of thing, uh, and if you've got something, or even indirectly, you work with uh, these people and you've got something that we wouldn't know, mm. tell us about it. If you want to add to the list, if not, we'll get to some of these texts that we got to or got from Tuesday, coming up in about 10 minutes. Zed and Alessia Carr now at Stay at 97.1 ZHT. Hey, Ardo. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 97.1 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. We're an iHeartRadio station. We've got our 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. It's sold out, and it's coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend in Vegas, the 22nd and 23rd. We want to send you. We want to give you a trip for two. It's that simple. So we've got a keyword coming up a tad after 7 o'clock this morning, so just be ready to go with that. It's one of your last chances. So today and tomorrow is it. Listener Julie, Denise, Junior, Marianne, Carol from Sandy, they're all going. Uh, As far as the weather today, maybe some rain. That's what it's looking like. Highs of about 82 at 71 right now. Got a lot of things to get to. 
I know you're excited about this, Wayne. It looks like the uh, Olympic Games, they announced, will be in Paris in 2024. Ooh. But the L.A. 2028. Yeah, that's right, man. So, they've hosted the Olympics multiple times. Right. L.A. So, has. So you're looking, making plans already to go? Because I know you got family uh, in L.A. Know what? I haven't actually thought about the tickets yet. <laughs> well, you got plenty <laughs> of time. time and time. time to save money because it's probably going to cost a grip. Yeah. Well, that and, and they got time to get their shiz together out in L.A. with the traffic, man, because... <laughs> Because, I mean, oh, really, you yeah. can't, they can't even, you go out there, because I've been there to L.A., you know, enough to know that you're there on a Saturday and you're not moving on one of the highways. Like, no. why are we gridlocked on a Saturday? Oh, exactly. You know? And it's crazy. You'd think they would have, like, lanes as wide as Salt Lake does or a freeway that is, like, as new or something as, as Salt it's, Lake, but it's, it's not. Yeah. 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 So well, I can't wait to see how that's going to go. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, the tra- they can't even handle it, like, on a Tuesday, just yeah. on a normal Tuesday. No. <laughs> Let alone, like, Olympic traffic. Yeah. And you know what's cool, though? Now they're saying, since they did something that was so out of the norm, mm-hmm. announcing two cities at once, that maybe they might possibly, Salt Lake City might have a chance for 2026 because they're doing things out of the norm. So for the winter games, yeah. So Yeah, for winter because yeah. a lot of cities are struggling to be able to, you know, put together the infrastructure and build, you know, the venues up. And we, we got already it. got it. And we already yeah. have it. So yeah. they're like, if you got it, and ours are well-maintained. Yeah. Totally. Ever since we had the games. Yep. I'm surprised so, LA got it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I really am surprised. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, all right, so here we go. We, a few things going on here. So we're getting ready to set up TBT in just a few minutes, but uh, we're going to get to this. So this is from Tuesday. So on Tuesdays, we do Confessions and Professions, so maybe you don't get a chance to listen to that part of the show. It's at 8.40 on Tuesdays, and we pick a profession, and then we throw it out, and we say, hey, tell us something that we don't know in that profession, right? And, and it's, it's, we've been doing this for a long time. We like it's, it's a fun segment to do. Oh, yeah. So we wanted to kind of share with you if you don't get a chance to listen on Tuesdays in the 8 o'clock hour. So we threw out people that work in hospitals, doctors' offices, Instacares, that sort of thing. Directly or indirectly, maybe your job brings you to those places and you see stuff and something that we just wouldn't know, right? Because we don't work in that industry. Mm -mm. Like this person here said, I'm a drug rep. I recently found out that a doctor told his medical staff that he hooked up with me. Not true. I'm happily married. So you get this doctor. Don't you have the hot chick over there? That's a drug rep? You know, Marcy? (laughs) I hooked it up. That's so, so arrogant. That's so messed up. It just, is. You know, when you're like starting that kind of those rumors. It's like, I hooked up with her. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said I was a nurse for five years at a big hospital here in Utah. Some female nurses would place bets on the size of the male patients of, you know, their their stuff. Oh, wow. She said I had to quit. It was so unethical. Yeah, that's gross. And man. that brings us to the, the story that we had shared on Tuesday. And we shared it last week. Or so right at the, I think it was the tail end of Friday's show we shared this. Some nurses were suspended in Denver. There were five of them, I think, that were suspended at this medical center. They didn't even say what medical center it was, but the reason that they were suspended is one nurse overheard them, and they did this several times, but they went. there was a patient that came into the hospital or the medical facility, and the guy wasn't good. I mean, he was borderline dead, and then he ended up dying. So mm. while he was there and almost dead, they were peeking at his stuff. So somebody had you know saw it when they were probably cutting his... You know, taking his pants like, off. Whoa. and Exactly. And one, and then all of a sudden that went through and there's all these women that are getting, grabbing, you know, peeking at this this guy. And I think they were all women. There might have been some guys in that, that you know, as far as the nurses, they didn't really say. Mm. Uh, and there's one story that I read. But then uh, one, I think he'd either quit or, or gotten fired. But five of them were suspended for three weeks because of that. Because even after the guy died, they went in where the guy was covered up. Peeking. And they were creeping. looking. Yeah. And I have to tell you, Wayne, like a lot of my friends texted this week and... That what you coined that 
the D D D was hilarious. It was like the ding dong. Yes, what was it? dead man's ding dong. Dead man's ding dong. <laughs> Everyone was dying. Wayne, just saying. Dead man's ding dong. That's what it was. Yep, trying to make light. We're not trying to be disrespectful. No, 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 oh my no. Dead man's ding dong. Uh, mom is a thirty. Let's see here. Mom is a thirty plus uh, or nurse of thirty plus years. Loves her job. Hates the doctors. So they says that they play God. Uh, watched a doctor kill a patient during surgery by not listening to the nurse's suggestions. Oh my goodness! Yikes! And then we were talking about that movie Malice with uh, Alec Baldwin. You want to see something that they'll give you chill? It's a great movie. He's just a great actor, but man, that was uh, where he's just like, "I am God." Mm, it's like you know, you're playing good. God. He's like, "I, I am God." Oof! And that Alec Baldwin Oof. voice. Wow! Somebody works in credentials uh, in a credential in the credentials office said you would be floored at how many doctors have criminal histories and tons of DUIs. Yep. That's crazy. And then you said we got a text at 82945, and it looks like we're doing a little Facebook Live here, too. Good morning. Okay, so this is funny because we actually talked about this when I had my son Cooper over a decade ago. I was looking at, like, the bill, you know, because it's, it's a lot when you have a baby. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Because I love apple juice. And, like, I was crying. They're like, can we bring you more apple juice? I'm like, heck, yeah, this stuff is good. It's big with the kids. They call it Appy Jew. <laughs> right. Can I get right. some Appy Jew? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It's 50 cents for the hospital. They charge you $7 each time. Mm. So every time they're like, can we get you some more apple juice? And you're like, yeah, this tastes really good. Yeah. Oh, $7. Hit up, hit up a friend and be like, go to Costco, please, and bring me a bunch <laughs> of Costco. apple juice. It's like in the yeah. hotel industry when you're doing events there. That's what the same thing. They charge you like, you know, that much for a beverage. It's like three fifty or 4 bucks for a beverage Oh, or yeah. You know, it's I'm, crazy. I'm talking like when you do an event there. So like, you know, okay, so you're going to do this or this, and so it's going to be this many thousands of dollars yeah. if, you're, if you want to have soft drinks or something. <laughs> Like so that. much money. Uh, all right, so good, good, good call with the text. Anybody chiming in with Facebook Live? No, nope. uh, Lindsay's just saying good morning. What's good up, morning. Lindsay? All right, so here we go. You ready? We're gonna do a little TBT throwback to this year. Here is your hint. You ready? Yeah. Okay. What oh, year is that? Sweet. Is it the year that it came out, mm, or is something. it the song 1999? Oh, tricky, man. <laughs> tricky. Mm. We're gonna throw back to 1999. Oh, sweet. So there oh, you go. Yeah. So TBT. Okay. Throwback Thursday. We'll throw back to 1999. We'll do that a little after 7 o'clock this morning. We're going to do it right after we give you that sold out 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival keyword coming up. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. Because today and tomorrow is it. So tomorrow's the last day of keywords because, like I said, you know, not this weekend, but next weekend. So it's the 22nd, 23rd. So yeah, we've got to you know stop the keywords. Can't have them right up to the very, very end. Oh, no. Uh, so good luck. Win. W-I-N right now to 200-200. As far as the uh, weather out there, it looks like a little breezy here and maybe some, it sounds like some showers or storms coming through. We've got a couple of them coming through uh, the Salt Lake area today and might have some rain. Highs of about 81, 82 at 70 as you get up right now. So we've got TBT standing by in just a second here. Wanted to hit this, so Friday, if you're going to be out and about from noon to 2, if you want to stop by Metro PCS, I'm going to be broadcasting live there. Nice. So 87 West, 33rd South. It's not too far from the radio station here. Uh, Comic-Con going down, not this weekend, but next weekend. We have some tickets to that. So the first 20 people to show up, you get a a pair of single-day passes, and then everybody can enter to win uh, a pair of three-day multi-passes for Comic-Con. That'll be fun. So And you don't have to be uh, present to win as far as you can just come by and you can register and then we'll uh, get in touch with you at the end of the broadcast if you won those. So, uh, yeah, so come on by and see me again. Metro PCS this Friday be broadcasting live from noon to 2. It's 87 West, 33rd South. And speaking of Comic-Con, so on Friday tomorrow, 
940, we've got Dan Farr, who is the creator of Salt Lake Comic Con. He's going to be stopped by. Friend of the show. We yeah. like it. We like oh, yeah. Dan. We saw him uh, Friday night at the uh, the the launch party for Michael Vay with Richard Paul Evans. Yeah, it's funny because one of my buddies was there and he's like, is that the guy that like drives around town with the wrapped car that says yeah. Comic-Con? I'm like, that's the guy. That's him. <laughs> Driving around in that Audi. It's we, awesome. we got a chance to sit in the Audi. Yeah, that's very pretty. That's pretty cool. That's the same one that Tony Stark drives. Oh, yeah. yeah that's just, right. just not wrapped with Comic-Con. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we threw back to 1999 for TBT. So 1999, give me a memory or two from 1999 for you. In college, interning at the uh, Arizona State University radio station, I was the material girl on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And I was in my sorority, and I worked at a hair salon. Cool. Yep. Wayne, how old were you in 1999? Um, I suck at math, dude. <laughs> oh, no, what? Uh, probably, what, 10, 9, 10, something okay. like that? all right. Yeah. Well, what were so you doing? Yeah, give us were a memory. Oh, West sorry. Jordan? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, I was doing Wee Joe. Um, I remember, like, just getting ready for, like, the countdown to 2000. Mm-hmm. I don't remember going into 99, but I remember, like, the last days of 99. Yeah, and that's what it seemed like, the last days, because you remember, like, the Y2K <laughs> yeah, thing. It was like, Y2K. Everything <laughs> is going to crash with the computers, <laughs> yeah. and, like, everything, it's going to be anarchy, because, every like, our whole <laughs> society, as we know, because we rely, rely on computers, was going to fold. That's... That's the way they were selling it. It was yeah. terrifying. And everyone was thinking that, yeah, that they're like, well, we're going to have bombs launch and this is everything. And jail like, doors are going to open, <laughs> jail cell <laughs> right. doors. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I forgot so about that. So 1999, what about you, Kylie? So I was four. Um, four? Oh. I did the math, guys. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's a memory from 1999? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you were the only sibling at that point, well, right? Well, my sister was born in 1999. Oh, okay. In oh, November. Cool. Oh, so were you jealous? Can you remember being jealous or hearing stories if you were jealous of your sister when she was born? Because a lot of kids are. My mom said I, like at first I was, but I think I realized that I had a new friend. So oh, okay. Yeah. That's funny. You're so cute. You're a good big sissy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's see, 1999. Were you here? Oh yeah, I was here. It was oh, October yeah. of 97 when I started right, here. So right. I was here for a little bit, but yeah, so 1999 here. Uh, the house that my ma is in now, that's the house that I lived in with my ex-wife, Merida. Uh, we had Nikki... And Kitty, we didn't have Brooke yet. Brooke wasn't until, I think, 2000 until we added her to the family. Okay. Uh, 1999, it's kind of funny because the picture that I posted this morning when we checked those out for mm-hmm. TBT was from 1999. So that was our 10-year reunion. So I went back uh, for my high school 10-year reunion in 19... 19- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I graduated in 89. So the picture that you'll see is, is me and... Keith and Bob, and we all, you know, oh, and of awesome. course, went back with our spouses and everything, and it blew. It was the first time that, it, you know, because I didn't do the five. I don't even know if we had a five-year reunion. Those are lame anyway. I'm sorry. And 10 was lame. <laughs> 
And then I went back for the 15, and the 15 was lame. And it's like all the people that I went to high school with are lame. So that's why it was lame. <laughs> it really was. It was lame. That's uh, let's see here. 1999, some, uh, the top 10 baby names for 1999. These are interesting. Uh, Emily, Hannah, Alexis, Sarah, Samantha, Jacob, Michael, Matthew, Joshua, and Nicholas. So pretty normal names. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Leading men in Hollywood hunks in 1999. You want to just try to take a stab at who made this list? Uh, Clooney. Okay. He's, a, he's on there. No, not, not Pitt, but no. he, I'm sure he was, but he, he didn't make this like a top four list of Will what I have. Smith. Ooh, Mm-mm. good one. Harrison Ford? No. Nope. Let's see. Christian Bale, Justin Timberlake, David Beckham. They're the ones mm. that kind of... But, huh. but those are all guys mm. that were definitely, I think, still hot or... Maybe not. I don't know about uh, Justin Timberlake in '99. Yeah, he really wasn't. I feel like he was a baby. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, and he's right. still. I mean, that's still, he's still yeah. in sync, and he's had that that, that weird hair. That's yeah, just like yeah. ramen noodle hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like ramen noodles. The going on. Okay, name the movie. Here we go. I see dead people. Oh, six cents. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. The very end of that movie, I was like, "Is oh, oh, he's dead. He's dead." Crazy. And I remember somebody, and I, luckily I saw the movie, but my old program director at the time, so that when he was here, he gave away the movie. So I, luckily I'd, I'd seen it at that point, but it was like the movie just came out. And then that following weekend, you know, so that during that week at work, he was telling people, he was giving, giving away the oh, ending. Oh, no. Yeah, what a jerk. I was like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, it's, such a, it's such a good movie, oh, man. Because at the very end, when he's in, if you haven't, if we spoiled it, sorry, it's it's 1999 <laughs> when it came out. But man, at the very end, I was like, oh, that's brilliant. I was so confused. <laughs> oh. I didn't get it. I was like, what happened here? <laughs> I was confused. Um, is Okay, so if I say this, you tell me the game show, the, the, the actual person that hosted it, and then the game show. Is that your final answer? Oh, Regis Philbin. <laughs> yeah. And who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're we go. good, Wang. Uh, let's see, 1999. This is sad, and I remember when this happened. Uh, so pro golfer uh, Payne Stewart died. So this is trippy. So he had just won, I don't know what it was, They were like, like the Ryder Cup or something like that. Won a lot of money, but he was uh, going from, I think, Orlando to somewhere else in the private jet. And what had happened is they lost contact with the pilot. So they sent up because they couldn't get in touch with this plane. It was on autopilot on this private jet. And I remember when they sent the, uh, I think, F-16s up to basically see, because, you know, what was going on with it. They got close enough to realize there was condensation on the window. Something happened with the cabin pressure. They all died uh, on that. So they Mm. crashed in South Dakota. So that was like four hours of autopilot. Airplane crashed in South Dakota. Crazy. Uh, big movie in 1999. I saw it in theaters, and I, and I still watch this. And I, I know some people think it's lame, but the Blair Witch Project. Oh, I oh. is it loved, good? I, I think it's amazing. Oh, you would like it. You should yeah. watch it this weekend. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Do you? Are you, will you like scary movies? Yeah, yeah she does. And and the the thing that I liked about Blair Witch was the fact that a lot of the things that were scary or were, were audible. You didn't see a lot of the things. That's did true. you did you see it? You know what? I only saw clips and it kind of freaked me out as a kid, but then come to find out like later they were telling us it was fake. Well, yeah, but it was it was all it was fake. A, it was fake, but it was led to you know you at first you were like, "Well, a lot is of it? hype about it." Yeah, yeah, is it real is it not? But the, I mean, even though it was fake, it was still a good movie and it was yeah. only shot for I think it cost them like less than a million or something like that to shoot the thing and it made 248 million dollars. Oh, wow. And it cost, no, it cost twenty five thousand. Yeah, it was super cheap. It was twenty five thousand, and then it made two hundred forty eight million dollars. You were wow. like, a, I didn't like that. It was too jumpy for me. I was oh, like, okay, but and I was get like first sick. of its kind, right? The yeah, jumpy yeah. type movie oh, like yeah. that, right? Like it was just like, like with first, a first handheld person? camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people were getting sick at the theaters too yep. because of the motion. Sickness. Really, it was. Yeah. It was jumpy, man. Uh, all right, here's some music from nineteen ninety nine. See if you know who this is right off the bat. Oh. Uh, 
Do you remember this? Brandy. It's Brandy. Yeah. Either Brandy or Monica, one of the two. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. They both had a song together around that yeah. time. They really did, yeah. yeah. Here we go. This one got played. Oh, big time. Song. 1999. Uh, Anyone? Uh, Anyone? Yeah, Anyone? No don't, don't be a scrub. TLC. Yes. Kylie. Yeah. They're waterfalls uh, as well, right? Yeah. Who, okay. They did. <laughs> uh, let's see here. 1999. Hey. Oh, Ricky <laughs> Martin. Yes. I loved him. They're like, he's gay. He wouldn't like you. I'm like, he's not gay. Oh, my I God. I have no gay arm. And we then know it comes out. And I'm like, there's I'm the like, world's oh, worst kept yeah, secret. And Jessica's <laughs> like, he's gay. <laughs> like, yeah, and the rest of the world's like, yeah. And next story. Pour that candle wax That's... on me, Ricky. <laughs> here we go. 1999. Oh, I love this song. Yeah, J Lo. J Lo, mm-hmm. you had my love. She's so good. All over the radio in 1999, and this song here. Oh, jeez, this Play. seems like it was longer than 19, like, like way back before it, it does. But it does. It was. Oh, it was 1999. Genie in the bottle song. Oh it's yeah, Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Here we go. All right, so let's see here. 1999. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this one because Jessica. Before her tonsils were out, <laughs> was nailing Cher. And then she got her tonsils out and was like, who is this person that we're working with? It ruined my life. But this is the song that Jessica would always do at karaoke <laughs> and on oh, the show. Oh, yeah. And this do was, it again. This was 1999. <laughs> Believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is well. You would also do it if I could turn back time. That turn was back like, time. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I want to hear, hear a little Cher here. Here we go. Close here we go. your eyes. Here we go. Close your eyes. Okay, I'm closing them. Here we go. You keep pushing me aside and I can't break through. Because it's Reba doing share. There's no talking to you. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. <laughs> so that's 1999. There you go. TBT on ZHT. So why don't we do this? Hollywood headlines next for your Thursday. What are we talking about? Selena Gomez has big news. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 97.1 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. We're an iHeartRadio station. 722, and it looks like some rain. A couple of storms coming through uh, Salt Lake today. So it's kind of wind kicking up here in West Valley. Looks like it's it's going to rain. So highs of about 81, 82, and then tomorrow we're going to be highs of only about 64 as we get into the weekend. So it's definitely going to drop off. 70 as you get up right now. That's according to 2 News Weather. In 20 minutes, we'll tell you why we're talking about it. It has to do with a guest that's coming in in about a little over two hours from right now. But we're going to talk about fear. And we talk about fear from time to time on the show. But we want to know about what fear do you have that literally affects your everyday life? Mm. So we're not talking about like a fear of clowns or a fear of spiders, that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. We're talking about something that you have a fear of, and we used an example yesterday, like maybe you have a fear of getting up getting up in front of people, but your job, that's what it entails, you to get up in front of people. And you're like, man, it's just something that terrifies you, but you have to do it, you know, with your job or maybe sometimes with your job. And that's something that, you know, it's like, ah, I don't like to do this or mm-hmm. once a week or something like that. But it's something, you know, that pretty much affects your, your day-to-day life of fear. So we're going to get into that and then we'll tell you about the guest that's coming up. Uh, let's see, before we get into Hollywood headlines, so this is funny, so we threw back to 1999 for TBT. So a few minutes ago, <laughs> we played this song. We had Jess sing along with it because she loves to do a little karaoke with uh, Cher. But this song, Believe, was all over the radio in 1999. Here we go. So <laughs> when we got into the break, Wayne was like, and we're big South Park fans. He's like, you remember the episode of South Park and Cher? I was like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so at the tail end, when they were rolling the credits, they took this song here. Right? 
And, it's beca- and they were making fun of the way it sounded in the auto-tune and yeah. all that. And, this is, and that's kind of where they were going with it. So here's the South Park version. And they premiered their new season last night on Comedy Central. Yeah. Can't wait to, and to to check that out on you demand. Both DVR'd it, right? Oh, it's on no, demand. So, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I know. I'm old school, man. You know, I still listen to CDs. Like I, just, I, be, I, I taped it. I rolled the VHS <laughs> last night on the VCR. Uh, all right, let's get into Hollywood headlines here. Hollywood headlines is brought to you by Getaway Today Vacations. Oh my goodness, everybody's talking about this this morning. So Selena Gomez reveals that she is recovering from a kidney transplant. Ooh. And her best friend was the donor. Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. So Selena Gomez is 25, and she revealed the reason why she stepped back from her career over the summer. And so she's been dating the weekend for a while, and they've been kind of, everyone's like, oh, they're just laying low, you know, because they don't want all the attention like her and Bieber had. No, she's been like uh, fighting some of her health battles. And so her best friend is an actress, and she actually is from The Secret Life of the American Teenager. It's, I think it's, how do you say her name, Kylie? Do you know? Uh, Francia? I'm I think guessing. it is Francia. I don't. Like I Francia. didn't know her. I just knew her by her like character name. So oh, okay. Yeah. Francia Reza. So this is a really cool picture of Selena Gomez in a hospital bed and their best friend in a hospital bed next to her, and they're holding hands. But yeah, she donated a kidney for her. Or is that Reza? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Know. So what what happened with her kidney? What why did she get a? Well, remember she has been dealing with uh, lupus, and so she revealed that she was diagnosed with lupus. She went uh, underwent chemotherapy for that autoimmune disease. And she started suffering from anxiety, panic attacks, and depression due to the lupus diagnosis. Mm. And so, yeah, she needed a new kidney. And so her best friend was the one to step up and, and give it to her. So there's some pictures mm. um, of Selena that I will get posted. Ouch. But, yeah, yeah, it shows her incision and, and the hospital bed. What's up, babe? I'm getting posted right now. So. Oh, thank you. Yep, thank you. You're awesome. Getting what posted? The pictures. Uh, the pictures. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. She said, my best friend gave me the ultimate sacrifice and gift by donating her kidney to me. And I'm incredibly blessed and I love you so much. So, yeah, how crazy is that? And that's oh. a good topic, too. Remember back in the day, wasn't it? Uh, who was it? Which comedian was it? George Lopez. I think his wife donated her kidney. Yeah, and then he him. divorced her. And then he dumped her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Thanks such for a, the kidney. Such a punk. Yeah, don't oh. let the door hit in the way out. <laughs> ridiculous. They gave a part of their physical body. Yeah. At yeah. that point, you should stay with them for the rest of your life, no matter how bad it gets. I agree. Yeah. You know what? I gave you my kidney. I gave you life. I know I'm a wreck of a person, but you're not leaving me. And yeah, because yeah, it's in you for good. You're yeah. like, she could be like, yeah, you're going to divorce me? Yeah. Yeah, somebody. I still have you inside I want, me. I want my kidney back. <laughs> I want my kidney back. You get a, a kidney repo guy. Yeah. You don't want that guy like, knocking on your door a like cooler. a cooler and a knife. Like, holy crap. You can at least give me a, like a shot of whiskey oh, or something? Nope. No? <laughs> oh, man. Off. All right. Oh, my gosh. You're hilarious. And then what other story do I want to give you? How about, speaking of fears, since you brought it up and we're going to be talking about it a little bit later. So Frankie Muniz, he is on Dancing with the Stars, season 25 coming up, which starts on Monday night. Okay? It's Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. For, for the younger listeners. Yes. Do, do you remember Malcolm in the Middle? I do, but I didn't really watch it. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, because that was three. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> no so they have asked him to do Dancing with the Stars. For 12 years. Oh, and they've, wow. he's turned them down 12 times. Wow. So everyone's like, okay, so what makes this season special? Like, why'd you finally say yes? Like, I need the cash. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> why. Because he made yeah. a, a boat, like yeah. a shiz ton of money Tons. for Malcolm in the m- middle. Yeah. But I bet maybe he's running low because he likes to, I think he likes cars. That's like he his vice. Yeah, he's, yep. He races them and he likes to buy them. You're right. And houses, cars and houses. Those are <laughs> those are both pretty pricey. 
So he said his biggest fear was dancing in public. That's why he kept turning down the show. Mm. He said, no joke. He said, I love to dance. I dance by myself in my house. Hey, man, dancing no with myself. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Frankie. <laughs> it's fun. That's a, it's it's got to be a Frankie, Frankie. thing because I don't like dancing in public either. Yeah. He said, but my body, I just, he's he like, my body doesn't move in the ways that they move on Dance with the Stars. And so that made me really nervous. And so it was a fear of his. Yeah. It was a fear. So, yeah, but he decided to go ahead and take the plunge after being asked for 12 years to do that show. That's a good one. Yeah, we were talking about that. So was it last week at the Zoo Ron? with the Hogle Zoo with Erica so we you know we were getting ready to bring up uh, one of the acts on stage you know they have a lot of live music and and so everybody was getting out there and dancing and it's funny it's like this no and they're like come on Frankie I, like, nah. I said I dance when I'm out of town that's when I dance yeah. I said, because it's Small Lake City and I don't need somebody taking a video of me you know what I mean because I mean, he I was, dances I was, like Elaine from Seinfeld yeah I do. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. It's more like the Carlton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, I, you, you'll drink after, you'll like dance after a couple drinks, won't you? Yeah, but yeah. not with you. Oh, oh well, I can't not give you crap. You. I can't give you crap. No. We're going to get sad about no. it. No <laughs> hotel with you. room, no dancing, I'm not no dancing candy. in Vegas with you, baby. Uh, yes, you will. Oh, no, you'll I'm be, not. No, here's what's going to go down. I'll be dancing down. with other chicks from other markets going, what's up? You do mornings in, in, in Poughkeepsie? What's up, Poughkeepsie? <laughs> fine. I'm not going to tell them which room I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're going to be the one. Yeah. Oh, believe me. Do, yeah, okay. You'll be the one that like this. Come on, are you ready to go? Are you ready to no go? Way. Yeah. No way. No way. I'll see how it goes. I'm just kidding. We'll see. But I was going to ask you something, and then I totally forgot. I lost my train of thought. Okay, but we've got to get on to some more Hollywood headlines. So Dancing with the Stars, since Frankie Muniz is going to be on there on Monday night. So Carrie, this is interesting. Carrie Ann Anaba, she's been the Dancing with the Stars judge from day one. Is she the one that has a drinking problem? I don't know if she has a drinking problem or not. Or is that this... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, hold on. Which one? I'm, trying to, I'm getting them mixed up here. Uh, so you think you can dance? Oh, you're thinking of Mary. Yeah, yeah that's a different. She's yeah, the yeah, one that yeah. has a drinking problem. Yeah, yeah right. She did. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. she's crazy. Yeah, she's, I always yeah, thought screams. it was Carrie and Arbor. I thought so too. It's and then, and that, how do the they say he it? Says it right. Carrie on and Arbor. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Because he's English. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you don't know what he's saying. And Arbor, yeah. Michigan. What? Yeah. yeah. So she. <laughs> this is crazy. I just read a story last week how she was really excited to get married in Hawaii, and as of last night, her and her fiance are done. This is the second dude. That didn't end up going to the the altar. Oh. What's up with that? Yeah, what's up with her? What's I think up is, with what, that? Yeah, what's up with her? Yep. So she's <laughs> you're the one. She's, there's some there's some reason. She's the common denominator. So she's 49, and uh, her guy is from. Uh, he used to be on General Hospital. Real good looking dude. That's a soap opera, by the way. Google it. And so they got engaged <laughs> in December of 2016, and they were seriously in the midst of planning this Hawaiian wedding. Yikes! And she was um, engaged to an accountant named Jesse Sloan not too long ago. So I'm like, what is the deal? Her second broken engagement that we know of. Maybe she saw the way he danced, or he couldn't dance. And he, she was like, uh-uh. I'm not marrying a guy that can't dance, or dances like Elaine from Seinfeld. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. What? You're going to be slapping the bass. I know you are. No, I know in Vegas I, he's going to be slapping the bass. You don't slap the bass unless there's Rush playing. And Rush isn't a part of our 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Come on, man. You're slap Get the it bass. right. You're you, don't, slap. you don't just slap the bass willy-nilly. I'm going to be rolling. Yeah. I'm going to be rolling. 
roll in footage. You're going to slap the bass. Mm-hmm. And then uh, more Dance with the Stars news. So Julianne Huff, she's on today's Hollywood Headlines page at 971ZHT.com. <laughs> and she is not coming back to Dancing with the Stars as a judge this season. So I don't know if she's just taking one season off or multiple seasons, but she will not be there. She doesn't need it. She doesn't need it. She just got married to the hockey player guy and she's... I know she's been, she's got other projects and she acts and sings and everything. She's amazing. I love Julianne Huff. She was just here. You saw her. Yeah. At the concert. Was, yeah. She at was so Love nice. Loud Fest? Uh huh. Yeah. So she, she talked. Did, oh, she just got up and talked? Did she, yeah. she didn't perform or anything? No, she didn't. Yeah. Because I know she sings and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping she would, but no, that she just got up and talked for like five or six minutes. I right love on. her. Yeah. She's so talented. And then one other, you know what? I forgot. I've got some other news for you. So Deborah Gibson, well, Debbie Gibson. Pardon me. She's going to be on Dancing with the Stars and she suffers from Lyme disease. I was actually having lunch with friends yesterday. We were talking about how just every it seems like everybody has an autoimmune disease these mm-hmm. days it's like hey what's your autoimmune disease it's just crazy but yeah so she talks about her struggle and and how she's uh able to get through like the rehearsals because it's grueling when they're on that show they rehearse for like 10 to 12 hours a day and then you know then they have the show on top of it once it starts up it's it's kind of crazy especially if you're dealing with something that's a lot of is that's she a lot still on your body. dealing with lyme disease she is how Debbie, long has she had it i don't know i don't know the details of it i just saw the headline because it's usually misdiagnosed like every autoimmune disease you know it's and, and and a lot of times they never figure out what it is, or if they yeah. do, it's you know it's, it's kind of not too late, but it has done a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah, you know? I don't know, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the latest with the Hollywood, Hollywood headlines. What do we have to give away? Not the Janet Jackson tickets. Let's wait on those. Nope, we got Dirty Dash. Dirty Dash. So Woo-hoo. that's coming up this Saturday. Yep, the sixteenth at Soldier Hollow. All right. So who do you want to give the registration passes to? There, Wayne. Calling nine. All right, four five or six seven zero. Number one ninety seven one. That's four seven zero five seven zero six seven zero one nine seven one. Coming up in about ten minutes. We're going to talk about fears, fears that affect your life, like daily life, on the way here at ZHT. ZHT. Hey, Otto. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. On 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 97.1 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. 748 on Thursday, and it looks like some sun breaking through. It looks like a couple of storms coming through today, so we're looking at possibly some rain. Highs of about 82, something like that at 70 as you get up right now. Coming up a little after 9, just want to remind you, one of your last chances to uh, text this keyword. We're going to give you one for uh, our 2017 sold-out iHeartRadio Music Festival, so about 9.05-ish is when that's coming up, and tomorrow is your last day of keywords because next weekend, not this week, but next weekend in Vegas, that's when it's going down. Yes. Uh, I want to say hello to listener Lisa. So Lisa actually dropped off some popcorn, uh, Lisa's passion for popcorn. Yeah. Are they in what, Kaysville, did you say? Uh-huh. So just wanted to say hello to her. It was so good. It so was I, so I good. I had the Chicago mix last night. I was so like hungry after Bible study, and so it was delicious. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. so fresh. What did I have? You had the white chocolate. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. What did you have? I had the sugar cookie. Oh, yum. Mm-hmm. You know, did you get popcorn, Wayne? Oh, yeah, yeah Kylie uh, brought some around. What kind did it you was, get? It was funny because I'm like, this one's probably yours. It uh, was pumpkin spice. For me. Was, yeah. He said, this, you should have this so one, basic, Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> so like, basic, Kylie. So basic. Are you sure this one's not for you? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the popcorn. Uh, so what? we got a couple of things that are trending right now. So what's trending? So there's a new challenge on uh, the internet that's going around. Okay. <laughs> These challenges kill me. I know. I still think of the one where the kids with the... You have to walk through the line of kids that throw uh, Backpack? like their backpacks, <laughs> oh. and it's like, and the and how brutal that was. Yeah, to watch these kids try to get through, and then you ha- you you could see the arrogant kids like I'm gonna make it, and then boom, they just get like <laughs> knocked to the ground. Yeah, people throwing their backpacks at them. My brother did that one, oh, and he almost right. got knocked out. Like, jeez, books are heavy, people. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. Are. Yeah. Some of the kids were bleeding, uh. and it's yeah. horrific. Yeah. So is it 
it like this? No, oh, it's okay. a little, little bit more low key. Right, what is it? <laughs> um, so it's called the Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover Challenge. Okay. And so people are posting these to their uh, like YouTube channels. And they're uh, using it as like a way to prank their viewers, and they're sa- they're using the title to prank them. So they're gonna they like one said like I'm gonna drink bleach or like I'm gonna oh, do this. Oh gosh. I'm so gonna shave my eyebrows off. Bait and switch. This. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. So then they like show it for the first like you know two or three minutes of it. They're like, all right, I'm getting ready to do this. Blah blah blah. And they're like, you really think I'm gonna do this? Don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, that's I funny. I saw that on Insta. Yeah. <laughs> a guy that held up like a razor above his eyebrow. Yeah. And he's like, you didn't think I was gonna do it, did you? <laughs> like you you didn't think you're like don't. And then he pulls his. His razor away, and his eyebrow was shaved. And stuff. Oh, so, yeah. oh! So he, he actually, so he, he actually, actually did, did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow! That guy did it wrong then. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I don't get how this thing works. How does this work? Oh, we're not supposed to do it. Oh, yeah, as you're in the emergency room because you <laughs> drank bleach like yeah. a moron. Not good. So, okay, what's the other? Trend? Um, so there's this new uh, lipstick that you put on and it's matte when you put it on at first which means it's not shiny yeah. for it's flat, guys yeah. that are yeah. listening well guys know. know from paint you know matte <laughs> matte you know, they know some don't <laughs> <laughs> and so this is by um Ciate. it's a that's the brand that does it and um it's it turns into glitter when you like when you lick your not really when you like your rub, your lips, rub your lips back your lips and forth like really? That? So the friction lips. makes them makes them sparkle. Yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. I saw it last night. Yeah, I have a. I'm posting videos right now onto the Frankie and Jess page. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, uh, careful when you <laughs> Google glitter lips. You never know what's gonna come up with that. I'm like, whoa. I'm looking over to see. I'm like this. Okay, let's see if this lipstick. That's why we have a slow computer. Yeah, in here. exactly. You're looking up glitter. <laughs> go to the, like if you go to Instagram and go to Siate London. Okay. They have a bunch on there. But anyway, yeah. So, it's so that's cool. what's trending. Right, yeah. cool. uh, so we've got a guest coming in at about 940 this morning. She's written a book, and we'll tell you what. It's called The Art of Fear, and, and it's pretty cool. So what's behind this? But she is uh, somebody that was fearless, and, and wait till you kind of hear her story. But she talks about fear and rebuilding our understanding of fear from, like, the ground up. So we all have fears. I mean, that's just a normal thing. But we want to throw this out, and we haven't done, the, you know, the topic of fear in a bit. These are the ty- like, what kind of a fear do you have where it affects your, whether it's day-to-day or it's just in your life? And we're not talking about the fear of spiders, unless you're like, uh, you know, somebody that works for a pest control company. <laughs> then that would apply to what we're talking about. Or you don't say, you know, I have a fear of clowns. Unless you work in the circus, <laughs> then it doesn't, you know, we, we want something that you Every have. Day. Yeah, you have a fear of something. And it affects you, maybe not every day, but it's there, uh, you know, in your, uh, almost in your day-to-day life. Like, we use it as an example. Like, maybe you have this, and a lot of people have it, a fear of speaking in front of people. And with your job, that comes, you know, you have to get up in front of people either all the time or quite a bit, of, you know, quite a few times you okay. have to do that throughout your job. And it's something that affects you. You know, like, okay, once a, a week or once every other week, I've got to get up and do a presentation or whatever it is. Mm. So it kind of affects you. You know, in your day-to-day life, you're like, man, that's the only thing I don't like. So it's a fear, though, that you have that affects your daily life, pretty much. So 82945, tell us what it is, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this guest coming in this morning at 940, which is pretty cool. 754, it's Sam Hunt and Body Like a Back Road at ZHT. ZHT. Hey, Arno, 
Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 971 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 971 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. We're an iHeartRadio station. Come on up in about an hour. We've got another cue to text. One of your last keywords today and tomorrow is it. Our sold-out 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival, so about 9.05-ish. We'll have another keyword. It looks like we're going to see some rain today, some storms rolling in. Highs of about 81, 82, something like that, so low 80s for the high. And then it looks like we're going to be probably a high of about 64 tomorrow. Oof. Yeah, 69 as you get up right now. So coming up at 9.40 this morning, it'll be interesting to talk to her. So she's written this book. She lives here in Salt Lake, and I saw this story in the news. I was like, man, she's, it seems like a pretty cool book. It's called The Art of Fear. So at one, one point, she was the best woman big mountain extreme skier in the world she kept that title for 12 years oh that's cool and you know people would think that she's fearless you know to do what she she did and does i'm I'm sure she still does some extreme stuff maybe not to that extent uh but she said the thing is she wasn't so the book is about fear and how we all have it and how it can be debilitating Mm -hmm. sometimes you know depending on what it is yeah and we're going to talk to her at 9 40 this morning but we wanted to throw it out because we haven't done this in a while it looks like facebook live we're doing that right yeah so somebody chimes in with a a fear but we want to know about a fear because we again we all have them but a fear that affects you pretty much day to day in life so it's something maybe you know that you're afraid of and it maybe comes with the job like you've got to do this. Like maybe you're afraid of flying and, and you travel a lot with your job. Mm. That sort of thing. Yeah. Where you're like, you can't get around it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I thought about that one. Kind of inevitable. So uh, what is it? And then give us a little story behind that at 82945. Okay. So my biggest fear is driving. And, you know, you drive every day and I get big anxiety every single time. Well, it's like that one listener that came in. You remember she lived somewhere north of Salt Lake. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she, I think she was in the Clearfield area. Yeah. Yep. Or Sunset. Somewhere right. up that way. And she's... You know, she was talking about coming down here, and she came down with, I think, her kids, sat on the show for a bit, and then when she was getting ready to leave, I think that's when she 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 kind of told us about this fear that she has. She doesn't drive on freeways. I think she took right back roads. Well, Sam, she didn't want to, but oh, right. I think she had to this time. She was oh. going to Sam hunt it all the way down. Take the, <laughs> the like back. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she didn't want to. So <laughs> yes, but she gets she's petrified to the point where she's shaking, and she started getting upset when she was talking about it. Yeah, she was really nervous because she was getting ready to leave, and yeah. I was like, I got to go back home, and I was like, Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about. Something that's you know affects you. Pretty much day to day. So eight two nine four five. This gigantic staircase at work that you can't avoid. Mm. And I have this huge fear of falling down it every single day. And fear almost came true yesterday. I ate it. Hashtag special. Oh, wow. So yeah, th- and that's a daily thing at work that it's like, oh, that's that staircase again. Like, that's so scary. No. Um, this person is pregnant. This woman's pregnant. She has a fear of miscarriage every day because mm. that's her current, you know, situation. Yeah. Um, medical assistant. I have a huge fear. Fear of speaking in public. I have to call patients' names and bring them back to see the doctor. And I have to give myself a mini pep talk before every single patient wow. every day. And I face that fear all day long, and I'm still not over it. You know, and this That's is a good okay. one. I didn't think of this until it kind of spawned a little memory. So when I broke into, and I've, I've talked about this from time to time, you know, I'll get, when I got into radio right, right out of high school, that was like a big fear for me. And that was getting up in front of people or speaking in front of people. So that was like a huge hurdle, huge wall that I had to break through or jump over, right? Which is one of the most popular mm-hmm. I mean, with a lot of people. But but like in high school, I wasn't one of these kids. And that's why I like look at, you know, some of the kids that you meet nowadays, which is awesome. And I know here where we live, a lot of that has to do with, uh, you know, at that, I think that's one of the, the cool things about uh, the, the Mormon church is they, they get the kids up there in front 
of people at a young age. Oh, yeah. And, and by the time they're, you know, in high school, they're used to talking in front of people. And that is so key, I think, to anything you do in life. If you're comfortable in front of people, and I think that's neat because for me, it was the opposite. I was, you know, throughout high school, if I had to get up in front of the class to do like an oral book report and they're like, okay, in a month, this is when it's due, I would literally freak out and panic until the day. And so I wasn't able to do that and get up in front of people. So that was a big thing for me when I got, you know, when I knew I'm like, I'm going into radio and this is going to be a big, you know, even working in the sporting goods store. So I was in, in high school working at, you know, and I have to get on the intercom mm. and say like, so-and-so, you, you know, games department or whatever, like hunting department, you have a call in line four. And I would freak out about that. Mm. So it was something that was really. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Even on the, so, so that I can relate to that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Or you've got, you know, they, they have to say the patient's name out loud. And it was a, a huge fear, even just like I said, before I was going into broadcasting school, I was working at the sporting goods store. I hated that. Like if I had to pick up the phone, knowing that I was going to have to page over the whole store, whatever department it was, like yeah. shoe department, you have a call in line one. I was like, oh, and I was petrified of that. Yeah, I bet. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's chiming yeah, in. Someone said something similar to that. Christina said she has a fear of the phone ringing and she works in an office where she has to answer the phone. Wow. Oh, man. And just talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, these are legitimate fears. Big time. Wow. Let's text to 82945, natural disasters, especially of where we live. Mm. And so every time I go into a building, like it, you know, they're constantly checking to make sure there's cover if they need it. So well, it's always on their mind. And we were just talking about this a second ago. So we saw that text come in and, and not to, to freak anybody or everybody. Well, you got to be prepared. But where we live, I mean, they say it's a question of if, not when, uh, or not actually not when. If, yeah, when. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen here. And it could be in the next 50 to 100 years, but, it, you know, they know. I mean, they can tell science, like what, the way they, you know, they dig these, they excavate these huge, like, trenches. And they're able to tell by looking at the, the layers of when, mm. you know, approximately there was a, an earthquake. And they can tell they're in cycles. And they know how, like, with the Wasatch Fault, it's due. This big segment is due to, to, to break, or whatever yeah. they call it, it's gonna, you know, and it's gonna be big, and that's what you know, the concentrated Salt Lake area with people on top of everybody. It's gonna that, you know, it's most likely that that quake is gonna go from range to range, so from the Wasatch Front to the Ochres, and it's gonna bounce back and forth, mm. and it's just gonna be devastating. And there, there's there's gonna be a lot of people that, that that die with that. So I can see where that fear. I don't mean to, put, but we have, but, yeah, like, but oh, that geez, being said, you've got to be prepared. And True. we talk about preparedness. True. You have to be prepared because it's it's probably gonna happen. Mm. It's a good chance that it could happen while we're alive, while yeah. we're here. Oh, That's true. People are scared with the the earthquake that happened just across the the Utah Idaho mm-hmm. border. There's been so many aftershocks still happening. Still, yeah. Still, it's in the happened. hundreds now. It's like in yeah. the two or three hundreds oh, that it's yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so just, they're worried. People worried, you know, about triggering the ones mm-hmm. down here. So. Mm. Right. Uh, the six eight two nine four five. A fear of layoffs. I've seen it several times in my short career as a young adult. Found out two days ago, layoffs are hitting my company. Mm. So like every day, it's on their mind. Layoff, 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 layoff. Uh, scared of death, and um, I'm around all the time because I work at a hospital. So constantly, every day, thinking about it. You know, going back to that that fear of losing your job. Let me just a quick story, and this is with somebody that that I uh, worked with. And I had a conversation with this person. It had to do with radio. 
So I don't want to say too much, but this, you know, it's a very volatile business, you know, or it's maybe not so much now, but it was about almost 20 years ago. Mm. And I remember having this conversation with this person who was petrified that they were going to lose their job. And I remember saying, because I just before this conversation, I had just gotten my head around this going, you know what? Worst case scenario, I lose my job. I'm going to be fine. Would love to stay. And this was early on here in Salt Lake. But I'm like, I would love to stay here in Salt Lake, but I'm going to find another gig somewhere else. And I had that conversation with this person. What's the worst, worst case scenario? We're not going to be under a bridge and homeless, right? Because True. that's not in us. Right. We're not going to do that. True. And I said, once you get that and release it and go, you're going to be fine. So worst case scenario, you lose your job. You're going to get another job. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and once you really, I remember it was like so freeing. True. To, it was like this weight off my back. And I in because it can be stifling, especially in this, like a creative kind of position. Oh, yeah. It can really stifle your thought process. And you're you right. get that little seed, that, pl- that, that planted seed of like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to lose my. And you're always constantly thinking about that in the back of your mind. Yeah, it's true. It can mess you up. It does. So when you re- when you get rid of that and you're able to kind of just kind of just release it, it's 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 like. It's like being reborn, man. Yeah. Because it's like, take I'll, the power back. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. That's true. You know, that's good advice. This next to 82945. I'm scared of catching diseases and I'm a nurse, mm. but I put myself in uncomfortable uh, positions to overcome my anxiety. So that's what she does. She throws herself in the fire so yeah. she can, you know, get over it. Fear of social situations to the point where I make myself physically sick before a meeting, a party or family event. So it's a wow. daily thing. I have friends like that. Oh, oh, wow. And then hubby is six, six. So people always expect him to get stuff down from high places. He's scared of heights. <laughs> and if it requires a ladder, it's a no. Hey, he doesn't need a ladder, buddy. That's what we're saying. You grab Can you just get that off the shelf for no. me? Uh, we've got Hollywood headlines coming up next. What are we talking about? Ooh, exciting engagement news. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 97.1 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess, 823. So coming up in about 20 minutes here, we'll tell you why we're talking about this. But you had an opportunity to do something as a kid, but you didn't do it, and now you regret it. As you're older or an adult, you're like, man, I should have done that when I was a kid. So uh, what is it? Again, we'll set that up and tell you why we're talking about that in just a little bit here, about 840-ish. I want to say a quick hello to Heidi and Sarah. So yesterday I did lunch with a, a friend. It's Erica's husband, Jeremy. So Erica from the Hogle Zoo. Yeah. So we were down in South Jordan at, at Junction Pizzeria and Grill. And right before I went in there, uh, Heidi and Sarah... Uh, they were getting ready, they were coming out and they're like, oh my gosh, we listened to the show. So it was really cool. So it's really nice to meet you, Heidi and Sarah, and they work over at X3. Oh, cool. Which it looks like it was probably right around in the neighborhood there. So I just want to say hello to Heidi and Sarah. All right, nice. let's get into Hollywood headlines. And it's brought to you by our friends over at Burt Brothers Tire and Service. Okay, so this is exciting news and it's on today's Hollywood headlines page at 971zht.com. It's Mandy Moore. Oh, is that? Okay. And she's Whoa. engaged. Who's the dude? So this is her boyfriend, Taylor Goldsmith, and he's a musician. She's definitely got a type. She mm-hmm. loves the music men so they've been together for two years and of course she was married to ryan adams for a little bit and i thought it was brian adams forever yeah. and then oh frankie's like ryan and brian are not yeah completely <laughs> different guys yeah. really just completely yeah. couldn't be any cl- other than their musician musicians that's True. about the you know that's about what they have in common oops so yeah so uh and remember when she and ryan adams parted they had all these animals like yeah, they had dogs. a ton of dogs and yeah. cats and everything and they were trying to figure out in the divorce who gets what. And he kind of dumped all the animals on her. And she was mad about it. Because mm-hmm. she's like, I can't take care of all these animals by myself. He's like, I'm going on tour. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So anyhow, Mandy Moore and Taylor, like I said, have been dating for two years. And uh, they live together. He popped the question. 
And it's funny because, you know, everyone's always like, what's what's the ring look like? What's it like? And they said, it's very understated. It's very Mandy. She's like just a band. You know what I mean? Like a band is good for her. She doesn't want anything flashy. Pretty simple. She's very simple, very down to earth. So she was in studio when I was pregnant. This was years ago, over a decade ago, because I was pregnant with my son, Cooper. She had like an injury, like her her foot was was in a boot. Her foot was in a boot. Foot (laughs) foot was in a boot. And I think she signed your chest. Didn't you have her sign your chest? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It was really... I had her sign my boob. Yeah. <laughs> I did. did. I'm like, will you sign my boob? You did. Well, that would be funny because no. I was like, hey, can you sign my boob? Because, you know, like you have women that are groupies or whatever, oh, right? yeah. It was and funny. Like, yeah, like, can you sign, like, you sign my boob? Did you get a tattoo? I did, actually. That would have yeah. been cool. Mm-hmm. Why did you do that? Because Mandy. Oh, I love her. And you know what was cool? Like, she hung out extra time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she good. Was, like sticking around and talking to us and getting to know us. I was like, I really dig this. I've always loved her since then. She's well, a really cool chick. Got to the point where we're like, you gotta go. Yeah, it's time for us to go no, home, you, Mandy. You, you gotta go. Yeah. So You're I don't right. know if we need to call a cab. This is pre-Uber and Lyft. We're like, you gotta go, Mandy. Good call. You know what? She did get clingy. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. And then uh, also on today's Hollywood Headlines page, you want to check it out, 971ZHD.com is a picture of, oh, waiting for tonight. Hmm. Oh, it's J-Lo. J-Lo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so of course she's in Vegas. I really pray that she shows up to the iHeartRadio Music Festival because like she's always already in Vegas anyway. That'd be great. She might she be there dance. hanging. You know with every, yeah. like and watching but, or maybe so. a presenter, who knows who's going to that's the that's, thing. that's the beauty of the of the iHeartRadio Music Festival. You, you just don't know who's going to be there. Like we know who's going to be there but then we don't know who's going to be there. Yeah. It's a surprise. So yeah, so J-Lo, this is kind of cool. So she said A-Rod is her first good relationship. Really? Yes. Don't her- jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Going, I mean, no, this yeah. is great, but I don't want to. Be I mean, it's, careful. It's, it's, it's yeah. A-Rod. Yeah. He's having a good time, I'm sure. And, and it's and a new pro- relationship. Yeah. But it's I mean, always good when it's new, right? But I'll bet he doesn't want to lock anything down. I don't know. Mm. You know, he did say this week, which was really sweet. So he has two daughters from his, his first marriage. Okay. And he had said that he just keeps, he said this in a couple different interviews recently, how J-Lo is such a good role model. And like, as far as like, you know, girlfriends go for, you know, or stepmom, maybe one day, like he, she's the best. Like he had just said she has a big heart and she's, you know, and they have a lot in common with their backgrounds and how she's just really real is even though she's like, you know, A-list celeb, like and maybe there she's is a cool chick. Something to that, because I've noticed in some pictures, recent pictures of him and I'm not believing I'm not coming at him, but I just it looks like he's comfortable in the relationship with the pics. Is what, and, I'm, and I mean that by like, you know, just like he's gained maybe a couple of LBs. Yeah. You sure. know, because yeah, he, he had yeah. like a little bit more of the cut face. You're right. You know what I mean? He's, a, he's bigger now. And I know he's yeah. not doing, you know, so he's not playing Working ball out like he and was. stuff like that. So that probably has something to do with it. But maybe, you know, you get comfortable in the relationship. You're like, all right. Yeah. I'm going to let the, I'm going to just unbutton this pant, <laughs> this button, the top button. Is that OK if I do that? <laughs> and then six months later like this, do I, you know, second button, is that OK? And then like a year later like this, do I even need pants? No, just do elastic. <laughs> elastic <laughs> waistband. Am I cool with just walking around without pants? It's true, though. He's, he's getting a little bit of a fat head. And Frankie can spot that. Yeah, because I get fat head. Because I get that from my dad's side. My dad, it's that Irish oh, fat right. head. No, seriously, I can look like a, the lost Baldwin brother. I mean, oh. you know how they get that when they gain weight, we get it in their heads. Or like John Travolta. Or Travolta. Oh, good. Yeah. That's another one, yeah. That's a good call. Big time. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. <laughs> we gain weight in our heads. But it's neat that, you know, both J-Lo and A-Rod have said we make each other better. And I'm like, oh, I love them. I love them. And then, But it's officially over for these two, so that's a bummer. Scarlett Johansson and her husband, oh, well, former husband, Romaine. So they finalized their divorce. They were only married for two years, but they had their daughter, Rose. 
And they said they remain close friends and co-parents, and they're committed to raising their daughter in a loving and compassionate environment. So Doesn't that was, sound good for her, man. That was final this she week. She just seems it's something up. That it's her Scarjo. Mm-hmm. Oh heck yeah! I know when I was doing this last night, I was like, oh, she's the common denominator mm-hmm. again. Yep. Yes, it's interesting. And then I'm going to give you something else. Let's see. Oh, Miranda Lambert. So she was married to Blake Shelton for a few years, and of course they dated. You know, I think they were together a total of like four to five years, something like that. So she's been with this Anderson guy. He's also in the business. So they just celebrated two years of dating. So there's a little picture that Wayne pulled up. She's given giving him a little kiss on the cheek. So there, it was Anderson East, which is such an interesting name. I was like, oh, who named a, you? Like Kanye and Kim? Well, he's a country star. <laughs> and, yeah. and he, and he, so you got to wonder. I mean, I because he's younger and he's up and coming. I know. I hope he's, he's using her. I hope he's with her for the right reasons, I man. I know. Because yeah. that just blows. She seems, town. She, <laughs> she seems like she's all about him. But, she you know, does. I just, I don't know. She that. seems really happy, and that's a good call. I didn't even think about that, but... Mm. Uh, but, you know, sources still say that Miranda cheated on Blake. And so it goes around, comes around sometimes. Mm. You never know. So that's your uh, Hollywood headlines. But coming up at 920, you want to stick around. This is really weird. Everyone's talking about Tyrese and what he put out there yesterday on social for The Rock. It was a very bizarre conversation, a one-sided <laughs> conversation. So we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about uh, Harrison Ford because he was asked in an interview about the affair with Carrie Fisher. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, 8.30, it's 97.1 ZHT. Coming up a little after 9, we have another cue to text, and that would be a keyword worth our uh, trip for two to our seven, or 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. It's sold out, and the only way you can go is by listening. So today and tomorrow, your last day for keywords, because it's not this weekend, but next weekend in Vegas. So that is coming up at about 9.05. Uh, we're going to get into this topic coming up in just a few minutes, and that is you had an opportunity to do something as a kid, but you didn't do it, and now you regret it as an adult. Or you're older and you're like, I should have done that when I was younger because I had a chance to. And we'll tell you why we're talking about that. We have, what, tickets for Alex Boyer? Yeah. Right. So yesterday, if you missed the last part of the show, if you want to see the Facebook Live segment. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe we can post. Can we post that on the Frank and Jess page? Yeah, I will. Because it's pretty funny. Oh. Yeah. So we had the unified uh, mascot. What was uh, what was the name of the mascot? It was some rhino. Cutter. Huh? Was it? Cutter. Yeah. Cutter? Okay. Yeah. Cutter messing with Jessica. Bad. Hilarious. It was hysterical. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, messing I w- your her up. Oh my gosh. Well, and then took my can of like, <laughs> Frankie and I were talking about this off the air because like he, he got the can or, you know, got the can of, what is it? My pistachios. Mm-hmm. And was like throwing them all over the studio, right? And then like put that big paw in there. I think then, it's a she. I think oh, the mask is a call, she. Good call. Yeah. Good call. We keep saying he. Sorry. I know. Because well, we thought it was at first. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. She's pretty aggressive. She yeah. was. Yeah. She was throwing nuts at people. She took out Frankie's wallet and started throwing credit cards and, I, and then I gets on the phone. the video Hilarious. yesterday after the show and I was like, so as I'm talking and uh, you know, you guys are looking and you're laughing, dying laughing because... <laughs> You know, Cutter's going through my wallet. It was so funny. And throwing credit cards. And I had no idea until I look over. So it's pretty funny to watch. So so we'll we'll get it posted so you can check it out (laughs) on the Frankie and Jess page. But that's the Miracles Foundation, uh, the Mascot Miracles Foundation that was in studio. So they're a newer charity and they help kids with severe uh, disabilities and terminal illnesses. And it's really cool, and it sounds like uh, it's it's just taking off. And if you want to find out more about that, we've got the information posted under the Frankie and Jess page at 971ZHD.com. They have a, uh, a show. It's a benefit show coming up. Alex Boyer is going to be uh, at UVU. It's coming up on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And we have how many pair of tickets you want to give away? We've got four left. Okay, so you mm-hmm. want to do maybe want to do all four? We can just you blow want, through yeah. them real quick. So sure. this is these are second row tickets. Oh, how neat! So these are and, and so what we're asking, like what we asked yesterday. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, So if you get the tickets, just make some a, a little donation. So you're going to get free tickets. Okay. It's going to be a great show. If you make just a little donation to, yeah. the, to the charity, that would be awesome. Well, and they emailed me yesterday. I don't know if you got the email as well, but they're looking for if you have a business or anything that you want to donate. Mm-hmm. That would be really nice. Like if you have a home business or if you run a business and you have something you could donate for this. Like Seriously. gift cards. They were saying like yeah. if you could do that or something like that. Yeah. So they're looking for They've got a giant ball that's coming up in October and they're trying to get items together uh, for that and sell table spaces. And you can find all that out under their website. Again, just go to the Frankie and Jess page at 971ZHD.com. But I've got to tell you what a great organization because I, I was like a little crabby yesterday. And that mascot, seriously, was You so, were a little crabby yesterday? I was, just a little bit. Oh. And they made some, okay. it, like, it just made me really happy. <laughs> like, I was yeah. so, like, I just couldn't stop laughing. I was cracking up, like, just a perma smile. Like, that is a great organization. You can see at the beginning of the video how oh. she was crabby, like, when she was messing with, so you got the mascot messing with Jess's yeah, hair. Yeah, you can see her just, and like, she's oh. getting, getting pissed. She's getting P.O. Right? <laughs> like this, and it's pretty funny. Well, so we at were the on end, the air. Yeah, at the end, she was <laughs> definitely, you know, having fun. But you, you want to watch that video oh. when it's posted. <laughs> so funny. So let's do the first four people in at four five or six seven zero number one ninety seven one again. These are second row tickets for September twenty third UVU for the Alex Boyer show for this uh, this benefit concert. Do not ask if we hear Wayne going. Uh, it's the twenty third. It's Alex Boyer. If we hear him repeating it like you don't know what you're calling for, <laughs> we're going to the next person. Yeah, because yeah. we want to give these tickets away and we want you to be able to use them and actually want to go. Yeah, because there are people that want to go, so we don't want you kind of jamming up the phone lines. So four seven zero five seven zero or six seven zero one nine seven one. We'll just take the first four people in, and then we're going to get to our topic coming up in just a few minutes here. And that is, you had an opportunity as a kid to do something, so you had this chance, but you didn't do it, and now you have regrets. Mm. So that's on the way here at ZHT. Hey, Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 97.1 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. 846 on Thursday. A little wind out there, and it looks like the storms are rolling in. There's a couple of them coming through Salt Lake, uh, at least the Salt Lake area, anyway, northern Utah. So a uh, good chance of that. And then it looks like highs today of about 81, 82, according to 2 News Weather. It's 69 as you get up right now. We're getting close. To the next cue to text, one of your last keywords worth a trip for two. This is what it's worth. A trip for two out to Vegas to our sold-out 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Woo-hoo. So that's going to be next weekend. So tomorrow is your last day of keywords. So we've got one of your last ones coming up just a little after 9 o'clock. Uh, let's see here. Before we get into setting up the topic, how often do you uh, do you clean your toilet? Once a week. Once a week? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because according to this study, so if you're, or maybe you're like a OCD where you're cleaning all the time, like every day, that kind of thing. Or if you're a, a clean, that's maybe you're a house cleaner or something like that oh, yeah. or your job. And you know, that's what it entails is you're, you're around a lot of cleaning products, including bleach. This is kind of trippy. Well, I mean, it's, it makes sense, but you don't really think about it. I mean, I wouldn't think about wearing a mask oh, or something like yeah. that when you're using just, you know, cleaning products like that. Uh, researchers found that people who are exposed uh, exposed to bleach and other cleaning chemicals, it raises their chances. Now, these are people that are exposed to it on a regular basis. Raises their chances of getting a potentially fatal lung disease from 22 to 32 percent. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So if you're, I mean, seriously, if you're OCD or if you work in, around these types of, maybe you're a cleaner, a house cleaner or something like that, or you, maybe at your job or whatever, and you're exposed to, on a regular basis, bleach or other type of uh, cleaning products, there's, I would think that wearing a mask would be the first thing that you do. Yeah, true. You know, because you don't think about, like when you're cleaning, I, you know, you, unless it's something that's hardcore, I don't, I mean, bleach is hardcore, but mm-hmm. you don't think of it as like, like a, you know what I mean? There's been sub tub, like some tub cleaners that I've used before where it's literally taking my breath away oh, yeah. and my hands start swelling and turning red. Think of what it's doing to your lungs. Oh, I know. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. And do you guys clean your toilets very often? I bet Wayne doesn't clean his uh, toilet. Yeah. I actually have the little blue thing you drop in the top. Do you? Yeah. So you got the blue water? Yeah. That little thing. So don't let the dog what come over weird, and sometimes drink out of the toilet. <laughs> I wish I had a pet. <laughs> But sometimes those leave rings on in they your do, toilet. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, what the heck? I thought you were your whole point was to clean my toilet, not leave rings. <laughs> I bet, well, we know Kylie doesn't ever clean that oh, toilet. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cleanest person ever. Bare buns you? on the seat, baby. Bare buns. <laughs> she doesn't care. Yeah, she got bare buns on toilet seats, that random toilet seats. That is true. But there's also there's also cleaners now that aren't as harsh. Yeah. So yeah, look into those because that's a scary but stat. A lot, that's a lot. A lot of times lot. you use you have to use bleach, man. So a lot of times you have to use it. You well, know? they have like certain, um, just for my friends, like certain oils that can clean like a bleach and yeah. it's not as it's not as harsh. And there's like Norwex has like a alternative type yeah. of cleaning stuff. So if you're exposed to this stuff, though, I would think the first thing to do is wear a mask. Yeah. You know, just get one of those little painter's masks and stuff like that. All right. So we were talking about this yesterday and it looks like we're doing Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is kind of kind of funny because we make fun of this guy, but he's the first one to admit it. Ryan Gosling. And he's laughing all the way to Eva Mendes. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? But he's the first one to admit that he's the chick in the relationship. You know, and he's like, hey, man, I'm, and, and he's secure with it. And I love that. Uh, but he says that he's got regrets with something that he did when he was young. And he wishes he, he would have kept at it because it would be easier now. And it sounds like it would be more beneficial in his life now. He said he, he trained in ballet when he was little. Yeah. But he said he never got to the point where he was comfortable with it, and it was always a struggle for him. And he also thought it was too girly, since we were talking about that whole thing yesterday with, you know, you have a, a boy, and they're into girly things, and, you know, kind of, what are your thoughts on that? Are you cool with it? Not? Yeah. Uh, but this is something that, you know, Jess is like, well, let's throw it out, like, talking about having a regret as a child. And this is a, a great topic. So you had an opportunity to do something as a kid, but you didn't do it for whatever reason. And now as an adult, you're like, ah, I wish I would have done that. Yeah. And I think when I was younger, I took a couple, maybe three lessons, guitar lessons. And it was this hot chick. I remember I was like 12. And I remember that was kind of part of the deal. My mom, mom and dad said, if you want an electric guitar, you've got to take some lessons. And, you know, because we always had music in the house. And we always had like guitars and even had my grandpa's accordion. You know, my mom would play that. And uh, so anyway, so we had music, but we'd play the guitars. But my mom said, if you want an electric guitar, so we had the acoustics, you got you to gotta take some lessons. So I took like three, maybe maybe four. It was just a handful of lessons, and I didn't I didn't want to continue for whatever reason. I just wasn't uh, down with it. I mean, I eventually I got an, an electric guitar, um, but I look back and I st- and I I'm, I'm more of a hobbyist when it comes to to playing the guitar. I mean, I like to play for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I can play, but I'm not great at it. I like to do it. It's in, you know it's enjoyable and it's, it's like therapeutic and that sort of thing. But I do have regrets. I wish I would have stuck with the lessons because I know people that, you know, when they play and they can either read music and know a lot of people that can't read music, but I just, but they had the training behind them so they can, you know, maybe they can't, they never got into the reading the music, but they are just, 
you know, they stuck with uh, an instrument, you know, the lessons. That's one of the regrets that I have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So can you think of a regret, something that you had a chance to do when you were a child? And you, as an adult, and you're like, ah, oh, I wish I would have done that. Remember the gymnastics thing? That was mm. my thing that we talked about. So I wanted to, because it just looks so fun, like doing a, you know, a backhand spring and doing an aerial, like all that stuff looks really fun to me. It mm-hmm. just looks fun. So I wish I would have done that. And also, I wish I would have started dance younger. I started dance more around like eight to 10 years old. I wish I would have started when I was like four or five. That's when Tammy, my wife, started when she was five. I was three. She was doing like three, ballet, three. I think, yeah. at five. Mm-hmm. I wish wow. I would started doing What about you guys? Uh, for me, it was the piano. Okay. Yeah. So did you? So did you have a chance to get? And did you? You're, I was doing it. I you had, were. I had was taking lessons, and my mom, when we lived down here in Murray, I had them, uh, with my grandparents' friend that mm-hmm. taught piano, and I did that for a little bit, but I fought it so bad. Yeah. And then we moved up to Camas, and I was a little bit older. I was in high school, and my mom put me into lessons again, and I was like, no, nah, I fought, I fought it again, but I'm like, why would I fight it when I was in high school? But anyway. I yeah. wish I could go back. To That's that. a, and okay. a lot of kids, you know, fortunately they fight it. And then when yeah. you're older, you regret it. And you're like, man, I wish I would have stuck with it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Wayne? You have something that you had a chance to do when you were a kid and you regret you didn't do it? Yeah, same with like instruments, uh, like guitar. Mm-hmm. I really wish I would have stuck with that. Like I, I had taken a couple lessons and then just gave up. So I was like, eh, it's too hard. Yeah. And then I played the drums like through middle school and everything. But then the school we had didn't have like a marching band and, and it didn't hmm. have like anything like they do down south. So do you play the drums? So Yeah, I play the drums. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. That's yeah. cool. So That's oh, cool. That is cool. But you regret not having like, you know, like sticking with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. That's the one thing. Yeah, I should have hmm. done. All right. So uh, you get what we're talking about here. You had a chance to do something as a kid and you didn't do it. And now as an adult, you're like, man, you're having regrets. So 82945, keep it 150 characters or less. It's Imagine Dragons and Believer at ZHT. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Trizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. So good luck from 97.1 ZHT. Another keyword coming up at 11.05-ish uh, today and tomorrow. So tomorrow's the last day for the keywords because it's not this weekend, but next weekend in Vegas. Looks like some storms rolling through. Highs of about 81 today, 69 as you get up. Kind of cool. So it sounds like uh, Senator Hatch. And it's funny how this story was written. And I'm sure they had a little... Just a little comedy there, and this is how it's written. Saying it's high time to address medical marijuana research, (laughs) Senator Orrin Hatch introduced bipartisan legislation yesterday to better study cannabis as a safe and effective treatment. So he went on the floor and made it clear that he strongly opposes recreational marijuana use, but he believes that it leads to uh, uh, broader drug use, but he, he does believe in uh, we need to maybe look into this for medical research, which I think is awesome. Yeah, me too. Uh, TBT picks. We should check those out real quick, and Woo! then we'll get into the topic here. And we'll tell you why we're talking about the topic, and that is uh, what regrets do you have? You had a chance to do something when you were younger, when you were a kid, and you didn't do it. And now as an adult, you're like, I should have done that, you know, because you're like, I wish I could have. You know, there's a lot of good text coming up at oh, 82945. Yeah. So TBT, we post these picks. This is from, so this morning, actually, when we threw back on the air to 1999, this is a pick from 1999. So you've got me, my buddy Keith, and my buddy Bob. So Bob to the left there. Bob Keith's is a in little the, guy. In the middle. He's a short guy. He knows, <laughs> he, knows he is. Yeah, he's short. And then me. So, the, so here we're getting ready to go to our 10-year high school reunion. So that is a picture of all of us, and he's holding and up. Keith the, has the yearbook. Did he bring the yearbooks for no, people to sign it? It's actually, I think Bob had that. Actually, here's the story. That's I think hilarious. Behind that. <laughs> So that yearbook, my, my ma just finally sent back to Bob. That was Bob's yearbook. He brought it over 
uh, so we could kind of look through it. And you just kinda, before we went to the oh, reunion. Oh, funny! That's cool. Yeah. So he had he yeah. had all the yearbooks. I don't have. I didn't have one yearbook. Oh, I don't even think you're I was like my dad. I was. I don't even think I was in the yearbook because <laughs> uh, I was never. In well, school. just one picture. <laughs> yeah. No, I was never in school. There's not any proof that I was ever at oh, Lincoln no. Park High. Uh, so we went to the ten year reunion, but that's a picture right there. So. I love this. You are. You look like somebody famous. Are you guys seeing? I can't. Yeah. Think of who it is, but like, oh my. Somebody ooh, famous. Yeah, and I'm feeling you in this mm. picture. <laughs> the mobster. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like right in the face. I'm like, oh, yummy. You look good. That's a good pick. Thanks. Can was, you print uh, that up for me? 1999. So can thank you. you. Pr- I appreciate that. Can you print that, that up for me? Uh, so this is a picture oh. of Jess and Kev. So this is 2005, the year we got married. Oh. It's our 12 year and uh, wedding anniversary, and I'll actually be with Frankie in Vegas. Oh, it's our 12 hey, year well, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. No pressure, but pressure. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe Kevin and Jess are going to knock on your door. (laughs) (laughs) It won't be a knock. (laughs) Kevin's going to be here in Salt Lake City, so I don't know how that's going to happen. Is he he cool with me being with you on your anniversary? Yeah, and I asked him. I was like, babe, I'm going to be the Frankie on our anniversary. He's like, oh, it's okay. Like, he... He doesn't cool. care. He loves nice. you. That's awesome. But yeah, so, and I think that night, because we get home Sunday night, so yeah. he and I are going to go to a nice dinner when I land, and then we'll That's celebrate awesome. the following weekend. But yeah. Until you're like this, I just don't feel it, baby. I mean, I had so much fun. I'm like hungover. <laughs> I mean, we were hurts. in Vegas. <laughs> My ears are ringing. I ate something bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it'll be 12 years this month. And uh, that's a picture at, uh, we got married at our church back home Sweet. in Arizona. All right. Let's so, check yeah. out the other two coming up here because I don't know why. That, oh, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> save that one. Save that one. Oh, no. We're going to look at them maybe right oh, before no. Hollywood headlines. I don't want to see. That yeah, yeah. Is Let's hilarious. just minimize that page. Okay, so yeah, okay. That's awesome. Oh, Because uh, I want to spend a little time with some of these texts here. Uh, the reason we're talking about this topic is because of Ryan Gosling. So he just admitted in an interview, and we always give this guy crap, but lovingly we give this guy crap because mm-hmm. you know what? You can make fun of him, but most men would love to be Ryan Gosling. That's so yep. true. Right? He's oh. with Eva Mendes. Yeah, and he's hot and he's talented. Hello. Yeah. And he's and he's, he embraces being the chick in the relationship. He's like, look, yeah, I'm the chick in the relationship. I'm the crier. And that's where he kind of admitted something in an interview. And he said, I wish I would have stuck with ballet when I was a kid. So he took it when he was a kid. And he said he thought it was too girly. He never felt comfortable with it. And now he's having regrets as an adult because of I don't know maybe a role or like a, wasn't he wasn't that uh, one movie that he was just in a little bit ago um, I can't remember what it's called no, wasn't it a that. musical I think he was I just think in a so. musical La La Land yeah La La Land yeah. Yeah, that was a musical call. right Thank yeah. You. yeah was he dancing in that or yeah he did there you go yeah so he's talking about having with the Lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details regrets and it would be more beneficial for him now if he would have stuck with it so that's the topic you were a kid you had a chance to do something and you didn't do it and you're like son of a, i wish <laughs> i would have done this because you know now you're an adult and you're regretting it so eight two nine four five a lot of good texts coming into the show yeah these are good so had a guaranteed role in the movie the sandlot didn't take it i was too scared i regret it every Single day hashtag you're killing me small. You're killing me small. Yes, one of my favorite movies that I ever saw, but I love to say that I saw it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, you and I'll do that in social that. situations. I'll be like, ah, oh, <laughs> man, filmed in Ogden, you know. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, and, right. And here, like in the valley, Salt right? Lake, Rose Park. There you go. I love saying that too. And I'm like, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Let's see. I was offered uh, from a modeling agency to model for them. My parents declined. 
wanted me to have a normal childhood. Wow. Uh, let's see, piano lessons or any musical instrument. So they were didn't didn't take up anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, and that's what I could again a regret that I have. I wish I took like three or four guitar lessons, and I wish I would have stuck with it. Yep. Nine years old, uh, a long layover in Paris with family. Was too tired to look for the Eiffel Tower. We missed out on seeing it, so oh, regrets that. That sucks. Yeah, broke my arm at uh, eight in gymnastics and quit. I regret it. Played the violin as a young kid and was amazing at it. I advanced quickly and played with kids twice my age and then gave it up because it wasn't cool, Ooh. and I regret it every day. Oh. Yeah, because you get to that point, it's like... And they're like, hey, you're a nerd. And then, so, you know what I mean? Which isn't true. <laughs> you're a nerd. Isn't well, that true, was a violin, though, right? Yeah, that's only the yeah. sound I can do. <laughs> that's a fiddle. A violin, and, a violin and fiddle are kind of the same thing. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, actually. Kind of, but they it's, don't sound the same. It's the same thing. It's oh. like one is country music and the other is classical true. music. It's yeah. True, true, true. But that sucks. Like, people were like, that's not cool. And they gave it up. I regret not sticking with piano. My older sister is the only one that plays like a pro. When I was 10, I won a scholarship to study in San Francisco with the ballet. Wow. Never did, and I regret it. Mm, wow. Uh, karate. I learned enough <laughs> to use intermediate uh, num- nunchuck skills. Yeah. Then I quit, and then I've got a drum set, and I can't play it. Oh. So, like, both of those. Oh, that was Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> they sent that one in. Oh, was that a- <laughs> did I get got? Did you I did get, get Oh, good call. Good catch on that, because I didn't even get it. <laughs> good call, Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Somebody is like, oh, they're laughing right now. I know, right? They're like, it got by Jessica. Uh, <laughs> got me, too. I didn't even catch this thing. Okay. Quit ballet. I regret uh, leaving. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, was funny. that was perfect, though, that right? Was. Ballet. There went uh, the sugar plum. Go quit ballet and regret uh, leaving and not continuing. Mm-hmm. And then if I would have stuck... With soccer as a kid, I would have faced off against my cousin in state and headed off to the Olympics. Oh. Definitely regrettable. Wow. Oh, those are good ones. Great text. All right, so on the way here, we have Hollywood headlines. Maybe before we get into the Hollywood headlines, we'll just finish out looking at the, the TPT picks. If not, we'll definitely do it before <laughs> 10. So I just saw a glimpse oh. of the Wayne one. So if you want to see it and preview it before the rest of the room here, it's holy. hysterical. What's so funny about know. it? It's just like a funny the way you guys are all yeah. like growing up in gangsters paradise. <laughs> it's like what were you in a, in a? You look like you were in a gangster rap group. No, that's, that's my, what you look like. Cousins in uh-huh. Cali. Okay, so I can't wait to see this one. This is like another one of those. All right, so that's coming up. So Hollywood headlines. Tyrese is chasing the rock. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 97.1 ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 97.1 ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess, 920. In about 20 minutes here, we've got the author of the book, The Art of Fear. We were talking about fear earlier this morning on the show. Uh, you know, fears that you, something that you have that's a fear that affects you pretty much every day in your life or a good portion of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so this woman, it's interesting. So... At one point, for 12 years straight, she was the best woman big mountain extreme skier in the world. And, you know, she was called fearless, and she said the thing was she wasn't fearless. Mm. So we're going to talk about that and what she's written and how how she kind of breaks down fear, the art of fear. I think, you know, everybody can relate to this. So that'll be coming up in about 20 minutes. We need to mention total traffic real quick. Yeah, real quick. We have a crash on the south end of 215. Westbound 5th East, blocking that right lane, and it's uh, stop and go from Union Park Avenue. Okay, so let's do this. Hollywood headlines after that. Do we have Janet Jackson tickets to give away? Yes, we do. Sweet. She's going to be coming to town October 16th at Vivint Smart Home Arena, so that's coming up right after Hollywood headlines, and it's brought to you by Esco Heating, AC, Plumbing, and Electric. Okay, so Tyrese posted some messages on Insta yesterday begging The Rock not to delay Fast 9 by making a spinoff movie about his character. 
So he said he didn't want to go public with, you know, these messages to The Rock, but The Rock was ignoring him on private channels. Uh So the ninth movie is already, you know, it already has a release date of April 19th, 2019. But apparently there's talk of doing the Hobbs movie first and it would push back Fast and the Furious. So (laughs) this was a long, long Instagram post from Tyrese. And he said, I'm only doing this. On behalf of our families to keep all of our kids in private school. So he's- <laughs> <laughs> it's like because The Rock, yeah. obviously has a lot of rock money. He does, right? He and does. Then you got Tyrese going, look, yeah. I don't have the money that I used to have. It's true, but he said, you know, the cast, the crew members, you know, we've been loyal for 15 years, all of us together, and everyone matters. And so when we shoot, we get to eat, and like we talk about all the time, you know, like the stars get a lot of cash, but everyone behind the scenes isn't making that kind of money. And so he said, but we need to show up as a family. So he's making it very clear that he's not attacking The Rock, that he loves him. And he said that a million times in this like Instagram post. But he's like, I can't get a hold of you any other way. I'm not hearing back from you. <laughs> so he's putting it out there. He hey, if anybody knows The Rock, have him call me. Thanks, Tyrese. You know, it's funny. I did that one time. So it was a friend of mine hmm. who lives in Phoenix and we used to work together. And so we were private messaging back and forth. And all of a sudden, like, she just fell off. She and ghosted so, you? Yeah, she fell off. Hmm. And so and so then on her like, Facebook page, I was like, Hey, I'm messaging you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, message did she, me back. Did she respond? She did. But it was funny because uh, Tyrese and The Rock must have connected because they they put you know they both took down the posts. Oh, jeez. But yeah, he was just kind of like, "Hey, dude, I've heard that you you have a chance to make this other movie, but but please don't you know delay our Fast and the Furious." So how does he? So that must have been with a deal that he had with producers or whatever, and the you know, the creators of this Maybe. film, where he had the I guess the the right to, to if he chooses to do this other film, then it holds. Holds the other one back before yeah. that. That's kind of weird. It's The Rock, man. Hmm. We love Ballers. We watch it. That's yeah, our. It's a good show. Every week, like Kevin and I watch two shows together, like our home date I nights. I love Rob Corddry. He's funny. Oh, he's hysterical. <laughs> he's hysterical. <laughs> and then Nicki Minaj. We've talked about this before when, you know, celebrities and artists pull the diva moves. So I guess she was supposed to show up to, she was Fashion Week, and it was an after party, and she was the guest of honor because she was going to sing her music and, you know, entertain everybody. She was like seriously late because she was hungry. So they said it was over an hour late. She was hangry. She was hangry. So you don't want her there. She's hangry. You know what? Get something to eat. Yeah. Try to get here when you can. Booty plump. <laughs> well, yeah, and she's na- she's like scary as it is, but her like yeah, can you Frankie imagine? said hangry. Oh, forget uh-uh. it. Forget it. Hangry Nikki? Oh, I don't think so. She's a psycho. But all she wanted was Popeyes. So she Papa waited. <laughs> it is good. I love so Popeye's she, chicken. She, I do too. So good. She waited and until her Popeyes got there, and then she's like, "Okay." And then she went out and she did her thing. But everybody was so po'd at her, and they were like, "We paid you good money to start on time over an hour." She's like, "But I was hungry." Yep. Don't you get it? I was hungry. She's like, "I needed a biscuit, bitch." <laughs> mm, <love> those <laughs> They're so good. (laughs) And then Kelly Clarkson has new music out. I love her. And she's been doing the rounds and talking about her new stuff. And of course, you know, she has two kids with her husband and her husband has two kids, you know, not only with Kelly, but from his previous marriage. So he has four. She has two. Whatever, Kelly. You're not my mom. (laughs) You're not my mom, Kelly. (laughs) Kelly Is she getting that yet? I think her stepkids like are in love with her, which mm. is pretty cool. Well, right now they're in love with her, uh, true, but they're going to be 10 get, and yeah, 12. <laughs> exactly when they're thirteen and fourteen. Uh, you you're suck. not my ma, Kelly. <laughs> you suck, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I am taking the car, and I am going out with Chainsaw. Well, Chainsaw. my my siblings say that to my mom already, and they're that's actually their mom. Oh my so. gosh! <laughs> you tell them <laughs> stop it. They're little punks right now because they're in their teenage. Do they really years. say oh. that? 
Well, they just Later. give her like they oh, just yeah. give her crap all Usually the time. Usually, like you're not my boss. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I hate you, and she's like, good, that's my job. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that's Tell awesome, them, Laura. Um, but anyhow, so Kelly Clarkson said she because we know that her both of her pregnancies were pretty brutal. Like she was like deathly ill for nine months Ugh, both times. Man, so she got her tubes tied. She's like, I will never do that again. <laughs> yes, it was worth it to have my children, but I hated being pregnant. So she got her tubes tied, and then she made her hubby get snipped. She's like, there's no chance. And by that, that we any more kids. Bring it over here and put it in the front of the drawer. <laughs> slammed it she slammed it in the drawer and then he went to the doctor she had to make sure that she's not getting knocked up so it's horrible and how do you think he felt you're in pain he actually had it slammed in a drawer several times stop touching yourself i'm scared just don't get near a drawer you'll be fine or Kelly Clarkson, for that matter. Right? Yes. Oh, man. And then this is pretty cool. So Carrie Mulligan, who's an actress, she quietly gave birth to her second child. And she's married to Marcus from Mumper, uh, Mumpert. 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 Mumpert and Sons. So they have a two-year-old daughter named Evelyn Grace. And so they just had their second baby. And they're really like, they lay low. Like, they didn't even announce that they were pregnant. Oh, they're I thought you meant she quietly. It was just like this. And gave birth to her. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> like I can barely hear her. She is, is she having a baby? She sure is. <laughs> she was clearing her throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's quietly having a baby. That's what you said. I was like, what? That's impressive. Oh, you mean quite like on the down low? Very quiet. <laughs> that was funny. And then Harrison Ford. So. Okay, GQ magazine asked him about this whole affair with Carrie Fisher. So Carrie Fisher, before she passed away, had a book that came out in 2016 called The Princess Diarist. And so she said she and Harrison Ford had an affair during the original filming of Star Wars. And he was involved with somebody at the time. Yeah, and she was, was younger. He was married, I think, at the time. I think you're right. And she was 19. And mm-hmm. I, we were talking about that when it initially hit. You know, it's like, I wonder if he knew about that. Because all these years later, I mean, even that could still come back to be, you know, where the, his ex. Oh, yeah. It's like, what the F? Yeah, that's not good. You know? Yeah, it's not. It's never good. So. Harrison, you know, had yet to comment and it looks like he still doesn't want to. So GQ asked him about it and he said, you know, he admitted it was strange for him. And then they asked him, they're like, did you have advance warning of this book? And he's like, oh, to some degree, yes. <laughs> and they're like, well, what what did you think about it? He's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And he said, with her untimely passing, I really don't feel like that's a subject I want to discuss. He kept it very classy. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But he just said, you know, obviously he preferred that she didn't write that, but it's already out there. And, yeah, so and that means it caused, I bet yeah. you it caused him grief. Yeah, I think like you're his, right. His ex probably is like, what the F, dude? Yeah. You told me you were just friends with her. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You were laying Princess Leia. That's, right. That's not cool. <laughs> not showing her your lightsaber every oh, night. Gosh. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. So he, d- he didn't want to talk about it. And then one other quick story that I'm going to uh, throw in here real quick because we talked about this a few days ago. Um, the helicopter crash that took Troy Gentry's life last week. So from McGun McGum. Montgomery Gentry. <laughs> Thanks. Talking Talking's is hard. difficult. Um, so I guess they checked out the helicopter and the wreckage and did an investigation. So the pilot lost control because of throttle malfunction. Mm. So he was very experienced and he did what he could, including stopping the engine. And he was trying to do the auto rotation with it, which oh, is basically wow. an attempt to glide the helicopter to the ground. Obviously nothing worked. Ugh. And um, Troy Gentry and the helicopter pilot ended up crashing because of the throttle malfunction, and Troy was 50 years old. Jeez. Yeah, that's a sad one, man. It really sad, is. Sad, sad, sad. Uh, all right, so we have Janet Jackson tickets. Woo! 
This is October 16th, Vivint Smart Home Arena. So who do you want to give the pair of tickets to, Wayne? Caller, let's do 12. All right. Hey. 4, 5, or 6, 7, 0, number 1971. So that's 4, 7, 0, 5, 7, 0, or 6, 7, 0, 1, 9, 7, 1. Any one of those prefixes, uh, prefixes that actually will work. Okay? Yes. We're going to talk about fear, the art of fear, and the author of the book, The Art of Fear, coming up in about 10 minutes here at 971ZHT. Yo, what's going on, man? This is Drizzy Drake. I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez on 971ZHT. Salt Lake's number one hit music station. It is 971ZHT, Salt Lake's number one hit music station with Frankie and Jess. It's 942. We need to check total traffic real quick. Yes, we have a crash on the south end of 215 going westbound 5th East, and it's blocking the right lane. Stop and go from Union Park Avenue, and then... A crash in Draper. It's North 15, 123rd South, and it's slow from Bangor. So we've got our guest in studio, Kristen Almer. She's the uh, author of the book, The Art of Fear, and she just has Jess off the air. She's like, are you prettying yourself up for me? Because Jess is now putting on her makeup. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I've been with Jess for 12 years. I love you. Happy anniversary, almost. I love you, almost. too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but I can tell... Because when she's putting her makeup on, like before the end of the show, that means, and I know because we have a meeting at 11 o'clock. We so, do. Yeah, that's why she's, so she, then what did you say to her? Like, no, I'm not putting, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like, are you doing that for me? I was like, no. Cause no. I, cause she's yeah. like, well, I wish you weren't. I'm like, oh no, I said the wrong <laughs> See, thing. I'm I was sorry. thinking the same thing. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. So we're excited to have you on. And, 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 and uh, this is, so, I saw the, the news story. So we're going to set this up with. You were the best woman big mountain extreme skier in the world, and you said you kept the title for 12 years, and people would think that you're fearless, right, with this? They called me fearless, actually, in the media, and I believed it. I believed my own hype, but I was young. Yeah. And How nope. old were you, like early 20s? Yeah, early 20s. I retired in my mid-30s, and I really didn't feel fear. Uh, you but- truly didn't feel wow. fear? Like, cause I, you, you, we ha- you, do you know Julian Carr? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we know Julian, and he's been in studio, and he was in not too long ago, and we talk about this. And I guess people like you guys, extreme people, like with extreme sports, I guess there would be, because when he's doing these things, it doesn't sound like there's any fear. That's, That's so weird to me. When you get older, though, you start to realize, if you reflect back on your career, Yeah. Uh, like fear was my motivator. Fear was the draw. I loved feeling fear. Mm. Um, I was also repressing fear to the extreme, much like we're taught to do. Yeah. And, that, and you can get away with that for about 10 years at the level that I was repressing fear. So did it start kind of showing like in itself while you were still doing the extreme skiing or when did it? Towards the end, yes. I started to have PTSD because extreme sports are very dangerous. You see a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. And I also started to burn out on my sport. I started to hate skiing. Like, what was that all about? And uh, I I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was repulsed by the whole industry. And and they'd only treated me great. Like, what the heck was going on? Yeah. And so what I did was, in order to heal my own relationship with skiing and, and figure out what the heck had gone wrong... I started studying with a Zen master and learned a little bit about what the repression of fear, you know, how that messes up your life. It's a really big deal to do that. We all do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're all explicitly even taught how to do it. And then in the process of healing my own relationship with fear, I started working with uh, athletes first and then people in general with their lives. And I, I started to notice that if they healed their own relationship with fear, then a lot of problems that we face like panic attacks and depression and insomnia just started uh, easing up for my clients and I'm like oh my gosh I need to write a book about this this is so 
different from what everybody teaches about fear. So uh, let's share some of the texts that we came yeah. in here that came into the show because a little earlier on the show, we you know obviously we knew you were coming in, so we we threw this out. What fear do you have that's affecting your life? So we wanted to know, you know, don't give us a fear of spiders. If unless you're a pest, somebody that's you know working in pest control and you're in crawl spaces and basements, mm-hmm. then it would be applicable to what we're talking about. We want to know something that's literally affecting you. You know, maybe you have a fear of getting up in front of you know people, but yet your job calls for that from time to time. So you you know that kind of thing. So we had some texts at eight two nine four five. We wanted to share these with you, and then we want to go from there as far as like what you know what you would say to somebody. Okay. Right. That's dealing with some of these fears. Okay. So this person does stand-up comedy, and they have the fear of getting on stage. There's a good one. It just never goes away. And yeah. there's another guy that plays, plays in a band and gets severe anxiety every time they go out to play, but like gets comfortable towards the end of the show. Okay, here's and, and to go along the lines of that, so here I've been doing this for coming up on, tw- I think, 27 or 28 years I've been doing radio. It took a lot for me personally to get through that. Like in high school, we were talking about this one. I went into broadcasting school. I was not the kid that could get up in class and speak in front of the class. So I knew in order to go into this career, I was going to have to break through big walls, right? I'm very comfortable talking in front of crowds, like big crowds. But when it gets more, it, when it gets in front of my peers, I'm terrified, or smaller crowds. And it's my, even smaller crowds I'm fine with. It's mostly like peers, mm. or if I, you know, like if I have to talk to somebody here at work, like a, you know, a group of people or people that I work with in the industry, I'm terrified. It's, it's this weird thing, but I can talk in front of the other people. It's, it's odd. So I get what, you know, like the stand-up yeah. comedian's talking about, getting up on stage. So it's not every time I get up, but if I'm getting up in, in front of people that I work with or my peers, I'm terrified. All right. I'm going to simplify everything. Okay. We tend to make fear very complicated once we start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Fear is an emotion. And how we tend to deal with emotions is we... Uh, deal with them intellectually. We're actually even taught this. But what we need to do with an emotional problem is deal with it emotionally. And what that looks like is this. First of all, life is a scary experience, especially if you're going to do things like radio shows or put yourself out there as a stand-up comedian. You're going to be feeling fear. Anybody that lives a big life or is kind of looking to expand who they are is going to feel fear. So first step is you got to realize it's absolutely natural to feel fear. And just that realization can be huge for people. Like it's not a sign of personal weakness or a character flaw. Like it's an organic, natural experience that we have from birth till death because life is a scary experience. So first of all, embrace the fact that it's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with you if you have a fear of something. Right. So that's like the first thing to do, right? Kind of get your head around that. Right. There's this thing called fear shaming, though. And it starts when you're a kid and you say, mm. Mom, I'm afraid. And then... Mom says, well intended, oh, there's nothing to be afraid of. Well, you know what? There is something to be afraid of. And so that's when the madness starts, where we start to repress our fear and then we start to become embarrassed by it. So then the second step is, let's say you're about to, you know, go on stage as a comedian, Um, you know, get to know your relationship with fear. If it seems excessive in any way or um, irrational, that's nothing more than undealt with fear. So spend some time recognizing, have I been denying this fear, its rightful place in my life? Have I been repressing it? Have I been pushing it away or rationalizing it away? And if you do that, it doesn't just go out into the atmosphere. It actually gets stored in your body, hmm. gets pushed down. And then that undealt with fear 
the second your guard is dropped will kind of take over your life. So how do you deal with it though? Like, what do you mean? So like, how do you take it on or take it head on? Like, what are you talking about? So the, the next three steps I'm going to outline are how you deal with it if it seems irrational or out of proportion in any way. So you get to know your relationship with it. Like we tend to blame fear for holding us back when really it's the, our reaction and our way of dealing with fear that's holding us back. Like fear isn't here to hurt us. It's not an enemy, but we've declared war against it and turned it into an enemy and it's going to retaliate. Mm. So own your part in not dealing with your fear in an honest way. That's the first step. The second step is you're going to learn how to feel it, you know, not think about it because we got to deal with an emotion emotionally. And so what we can do right now here in the studio, close your eyes. If you're driving in your car, don't do this. Right? <laughs> Put cruise <laughs> control on closure. No, don't do that. Right? Close your eyes okay. and find that sensation of discomfort in your body. And it's, it could be, be like stress, worry, angst, nerves, anxiety. Those are just other names for fear. It may show up as anger because undealt with fear shows up as anger for people. 95% of what we know is modern anger is undealt with fear. It could show up as sadness. Um, depression is Latin for press down. Like if you press down your emotions, it'll show up as sadness. Hmm. So find that discomfort now and tell me where you feel it. Say it out loud. I feel it in my chest right now. Okay. Mine's my chest too. Yeah. I get that's where we're, yeah when I have like that that anxiety it's definitely in the chest it's the tightening and it feels like like you know you can't breathe yeah the heart starts you know going. yes there's yeah it's a, I guess the classic onset of a panic attack I don't know well, yeah sure and even if it's showing up in as physical pain like lower back pain like notice that's how what mine un- was I've had oh, that before wow. too wow so yeah. Riley had that okay yeah mm-hmm. so notice how the undealt with fear is exacerbating mm, that okay because wow. there's always an emotional problem or a component to yeah. physical ailment too. So locate that sensation of discomfort, and then now we're just going to spend a few seconds feeling it, not thinking about it. We're going to feel it without trying to get rid of it, and that's the key. Hmm. So just kind of recognize it and just just recognize that it's there, right? Acknowledge it. Yeah. Like before I came on this interview, I just sat in the waiting room, and I just closed my eyes, and I felt my fear, knew that it was perfectly natural, and I spent some time with it. And that's all fear really wants. That's all anybody wants is just to be seen and heard and considered. And then the third step, if your fear feels irrational, and usually that'll just take care of it. But then you ask the question, like, what is it, you know, what have I been ignoring? It's been trying to get my attention. You know, what's the wisdom here? You know, like, oh, you know, you might want to go to a doctor. You might want to address the problem that you have in your relationship that has been undealt with. Or you know, like with the comedian, like you might want to have a, a more intimate relationship with me rather than a repressive relationship with me. Cause oftentimes the problem is just the unwilling to deal with fear problem. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. what that is so enlightening? Cause I'll think about it. Cause I mean, I kind of was raised with a lot of fear and, and being scared and that yeah. type of thing. And, and I do, my husband and I were talking about this last night and I do have certain fears when it comes to personal relationships and mm-hmm. having serious conversations and it comes out and I bottle it up mm. and then it comes out in anger and I just explode. And that it's all these little things that I have fear of taking care of, which really aren't a big deal. So it just, you're right. It compounds. It's almost like every single problem we humans face, the repression of fear either has everything to do with it or something to do with it. Yeah, It's uh, really a profound experience to start a fear practice. Like, it's really popular in America to have a gratitude practice, forgiveness, love, joy, right? We only want to align ourselves with the good stuff. And yeah. we have a long history of avoiding anything uncomfortable. 
But the key to freedom is whatever you won't deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, if you start to deal with your fear, which is such a huge part of your life, like, oh my gosh, the freedom that comes from that is profound. That is awesome. Man, that's good. That's good Very stuff. Cool. Wow. It's the art of fear. We're talking to the author of the book, Kristen Ulmer. So what do you fear now? I mean, so it's weird. So you didn't fear what you when you were doing extreme skiing. Uh, but then it sounds like it came out and you did have a fear and then you kind of dealt with that. So as you're a little older now, do you have fears that kind of... Oh, sure. What, like what, what are some of your common fears? And I'm more aware of it. And there's fear and fears. Fears is the sensation of discomfort in your body. But once you get your mind involved, then it becomes um, kind of more fears with an S. Um, but we're all afraid of rejection. You know, mm-hmm. we're all afraid of saying something stupid on the radio. True. Right? True. Now, welcome to our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monday through Friday. For real. Six to ten. <laughs> I'm afraid of injury. I'm afraid of everything that everybody else is afraid of. But, right. Um, I guess what makes me unique is that I am more aware of it. And that awareness, you know, we used to say knowledge is power. But the person that said that said that in the late 1400s when we also believed the world was flat. True. Yeah. And some um, people still believe that. Right. And we should fear those people. True. Right? You should yes. be afraid of those people. What's more true in today's world is awareness is power. If you become aware of the things that you're not dealing with, then it they loosen their hold on you. Like if you spend your whole life fighting fear... I mean, it'll consume you. You know, whatever you try to control winds up controlling you back. Whatever mm. you repress um, it becomes your repressor. So I have a unique relationship with fear in that I'm not doing that anymore. And I, I still sometimes, you know, like I wrote the book about it. Yeah. I still like all of a sudden like, why haven't I been sleeping for the last week? Oh, I haven't been dealing with my fear in an honest way. Um, so it's, it's always a work in progress with fear. I love it. The art oh, of fear. I can't cool. wait, wait to read, yeah. uh, wait to read this. So we've got the link to your site so you can check this book out. Uh, again, it's the art of fear. Kristen Ulmer is the author that we're talking to. And we've got that under the 971zht.com Frankie and Jess page. If you want to check out the book. So do you speak, uh, or do you do one-on-one sessions with people about fear or is this more of, I mean, what, what kind of things are you doing personally with this? Or I should say personally and professionally with this. I have an amazing live event coming up in Salt Lake City, October 21st and 22nd, where I'll help people, I'll facilitate people. I don't lecture about this. It's a really powerful experience um, to get them to the other side of maybe chronic fear and anxiety. Mm. Or um, I work with one-on-one, but I'm expensive, so. <laughs> hey, you know, it yeah. sounds like it's it's worth it. Yeah, though. no that. kidding. You can it's get past something. Changing. <laughs> right. I mean, the book is great, too. I'll, I'm going to do webinars in the future. I'm going to have support. I have an online at-home course that I just finished that I'm really excited about. Mm. You can find out all these things on my website, you know, different options, different price points. And uh, I address, a, uh, right now I'm kind of addressing chronic fear and anxiety. And then eventually I'll address other problems like uh, insomnia or depression. All right. But I don't have those courses done yet. So is that, do we have her website under the Frankie and Jess page? Oh, yep. fabulous. Perfect. So you can get all the information from Kristen, Kristen Ulmer. Again, uh, the, the Art of Fear is the name of the book, and you can find out all, all about her under our website. So thank you for coming in. Seriously, that was great. This is really yeah. good stuff. Thank really you cool. so much. Is it good for you? Yes, it was awesome. <laughs> okay, just, Terrifying. Just okay, no, no, I'm just making sure. That's awesome. Was it good for you? I love uh, it. Jeff McCartney is coming up next. He's got your next cue to text for one of your last chances to win this sold out uh, 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. It's right around the corner. It's next weekend. That keyword is coming up at 11.05. Can't get enough? Find more Frankie and Jess anytime on their iHeartRadio channel. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.